Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing, and I know how to catch it. Live, on tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hey, everybody, welcome to the program, episode 2815. Is that accurate? 2815 of the award winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We appreciate you. What? Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I said, well done, sir. My apologies for snapping. Um, I, all, I just heard muttering. I just heard muttering, and, and I was like, I can't even get through the welcome to the show without being interrupted. Oh, fuck me. It's early. It's early in the program. Uh, Come on, Nug. <laughs> get it together over there in Palms. Elliot, I know that you're out and venturing around the world now. You're It's a whole new you. You went to a Home Depot twice, and you won't shut the fuck up about it. I know you're excited. That you're, you know, you're, you're, you're leaving the nest a little bit, the safety of the familiar, but that, but we're, we're, there, the, the rules still apply here on this program. We still are wearing our, our invisible masks when Jimmy ta- uh, is talking, our muzzles when, when the, when the hero, when the boss is speaking, right? This isn't you at Home Depot fighting the dog leashes. This is the, this is our job. I had a spontaneous desire to praise you. And I mumbled because I'm like, nope, Jimmy's going to yell at me for saying anything. And so it came out. Mumbling. <laughs> did, we, did we learn nothing from the Jimmy Panko episode? That that guy couldn't tell me enough how much he and the band appreciate me, and all I did was like, hey, stop talking. <laughs> did we learn nothing from that. I'm not comfortable with praise, unless it's in an email form or via tweet. So thank you very much for sending those. Um, and then so so uh, send me a tweet on that, uh, Elliot. I know you're uh, you're back on Twitter. I think you are. Um, and uh, we welcome. Speaking of that, my friend, uh, our friend Paul Rust uh, yeah. tweeted out a very nice tweet yesterday, saying that the, some of the best crowd work he ever saw was a joke that I made, and uh, he got the band wrong. Uh, uh, that he re- he remembered the band incorrectly, but uh, uh, the sentiment is still the same. He uh, remembered a very funny line of mine that has actually you can see on uh, YouTube where uh, the band Rush was playing, and I said at the UCB, uh, "That's Rush." Uh, and some guy went, woo. And I said, are you, are you a rush, uh, you a rush fan, sir? And he said, I'm a rush freak. And I said, uh, say that same sentence, cross out rush. <laughs> and, uh, 
it, it was the fastest, funniest thing I've ever said. I've said it many times since then, but uh, that was the initial one. And uh, Paul sadly uh, remembered it as sticks. And then, of course, somebody had to uh, correct him, and then uh, that derails everything. And uh, then all of a sudden, the fun was over. And um, that Twitter in a nutshell. Yeah, it, it really is. It it, it really is. It's uh, and uh, you know it. it we talk about this all the time where it happens more often than not to a, to ladies. Jen Kirkman, Laurie mm-hmm. Kilmartin, Jackie Cation, uh, Danielle, uh, they make a joke and somebody needs to point out what would have been a better version of that. Oh, you know, what you should have said was, no, 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 what I should have said is what I took the time to type. And you either like it or not, or you just fucking pass it by. <laughs> uh, we're not yes ending here. This isn't, uh, I don't need you to correct me. Uh, there's a couple where Danielle, like Danielle, post something, and it, it, somebody will say something, and I come home and I'll, I, having read it somewhere, and I'll, I'll go walk me through who Blankety Blank is, and how do you get them out of your life? Because they, <laughs> nine times out of ten, don't understand that you're a comedian, and then feel the need to either answer you correctly or again correct uh, what you've said. So that is, as Matt said, Twitter in the nutshell. Twitter in a nutshell. Turtle power. Bink, 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 bink. Hey, very quickly, uh, sad news. Uh, just a uh, friend, uh, never been on the show, but a, a good friend of uh, Danielle and I and, and the comedy community, uh, Avi Lieberman. You know Avi, Matt, I imagine. I uh, was in a, a very serious car accident over the weekend oh, no. in Miami, and uh, he is in a uh, medically induced coma at the moment. Oh, no. oh, and uh, so, uh, and I know we, I know we tossed this phrase around flippantly over the years. Uh, but seriously, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, to him and his family. He is, uh, I'm getting choked up. He is truly, I, I know this is weird to say since he's never been on the show in 15 years, but he is maybe one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my entire life. And he's a funny guy and he's a good guy. And um, uh, when Danielle told me the news this morning, I had just woken up and I just didn't, it, it didn't hit me what she was telling me. And then when I went, uh, when I saw stuff on Facebook about it this morning and just was... Um, God damn it. Just uh, you never know, man. I, I know it's the old cliche of you just never know. And just, you know, would live life and love the ones that you love because you never know what the fuck is going to happen in this world. So, uh, you know, a good guy who does everything right. Good guy who does everything right. And it's still shit happens. So, uh, again, I, I, I don't mean it flippantly. Thoughts and prayers if that's what you do uh, for our friend Avi. Yeah. Um, so uh, again, I sorry, sorry for bringing sadness into this thing immediately, but just wanted to, uh, you know, maybe by, hopefully by the time people hear this, he uh, he will be on the mend and doing better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we wish him a lot of luck. He's uh, as Danielle said. Uh, in fact, what did she? Uh, she said something that was actually just perfect. Oh, always so cheerful is what uh, Danielle said when we were uh, texting about it. Um, we don't talk in this house. It's a text message. We, right. I we're that family that sits across the table at dinner and just texts each other. And you have the uh, you have the, the the scotch tape that runs down the middle of the house, right? Where like she's you, she's on one side, you're on the other. And you, you... Uh, Matt, you know, as you know, uh, we just celebrated 17 years of marriage uh, on Saturday, May 22nd, and what we did for that anniversary was we split the house half and half. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh-huh. we, uh, we took, but we did instead of the scotch tape, we used that blue painter's tape mm-hmm. so that you really see that coming. You yeah. Really, and I know they have that fluorescent green one now, that frog or whatever that company is. Mm. But the blue matches our uh, aesthetic a little bit better than the green. Mm-hmm. So does, you know, yes, bring, while we're doing it, we still want the house to look presentable. Yeah, it brings out your eyes, Jimmy. Thank you. Uh, in my eyes, to sapphires blue. 
uh, it was a, we had a trivia question over the weekend. We played a, a game called, uh, I think it's called, I should have known that something like that, where it's basically like obvious trivia, but sometimes it's a little difficult. And one of them was, uh, what color is the gem Sapphire? And I only knew it because of the, uh, the Wang Chung song. That's the only reason I knew that answer. What is it? And in her eyes to sapphires blue, blue cover the color of sapphires blue. Oh, like the thing you just said. Yeah. I got <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and that song is, I believe, Dance Hall Days is the uh, song that oh. I'm singing. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I didn't know the lyric. I thought I didn't know the song, but now I realize I do know that song. I just never picked up what they were saying right there. That is their best song. And the worst thing they ever did was do that stupid Everybody mm-hmm. Wing Chung Tonight song, which was a huge hit for them, by the way. I mean, it, made, yeah. it bought them mansions. I, I recognize that. But it made them kind of a Chumbawamba joke band. Like, it went from them being this yeah. great band into, oh, fucking Wang Chung. Like, mm. Mm. But do you think they would have, what, what would have changed? Like, would they have had more, I'm just going to say, for, even though it's insulting, more uh, additional respectable hits if that hadn't happened? Or would it have just been that one, like, dance hall days would be all you know them by? Like, which would you rather have be a one hit wonder of a song that everyone thinks is good or a two hit wonder where one pe- people think one song's good and one song's a joke? I, I think if you're Wang Chung, you want to go with that ladder, don't you? Don't yeah, you that, I'll uh, take the mansion, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't right. care. Especially because that 80s sound didn't stick around very long. Right. And so they struck when the iron was hot. Although, what is that? Is that 89 or 91, 91 or 92? That's later in the game, isn't it? What, which Wang, uh, everybody, everybody Wang Chung tonight. Everybody had fun tonight. I, I would say that was 88 or maybe even 87, but I'm trying to, it's on the mosaic album and I'm trying to think what that maybe 88, 89, 86, 86. It is. Wow. Jesus. It's earlier than I thought. Uh, cause points on a curve came out, I think at 84 and then is mosaic is mosaic their second album, Garen. Uh, let's see. Single from their album mosaic in 1986. Uh, Hold on. Let me text Christine. Get an answer on that. Christine's Mosaic is there one too. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Christine, <laughs> Christine will get down there. I know she's busy writing for Jimmy Fallon right now, but she'll uh, she'll get us this answer. Oh, we got a text from Gary. Uh, is there fourth album? What's the, what's the first album? Huang Chung. Yeah, that's like an EP. That's, a, that's a, what's the second? Second one's Points on a Curve. Points on a Curve. Then you got To Live and Die in L.A. Yeah, which is interesting. They uh, that's considered a Wang Chung album, even though it's uh, a soundtrack album. It, I was just going to ask: Is that actually a soundtrack? Yeah, that's a great song. Mm-hmm. Love it, Die in L.A. They got a, they got a bunch of good songs. They're a good band. Now, Matt, you met them, didn't you? You met the the Wang Chung guys. I did. Yeah, they were really. And nice. They were over there at the uh, the Never Out Studio, uh, Never Out Funny Studios, there for a, a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their latest album, which came out, I guess, what is that? Ten years ago, or whatever, eight years ago. That was a pretty good album. Okay, I forget the name of it. Um, it's good. Yeah, like I, like the other thing about everybody have fun tonight uh it made people happy you know i mean like they don't 100 percent. they, they don't have what, to apologize it, for it it's one of the it, it kind of feels it feels a little b52z to me a little rem-y to me like one of those shiny happy people or yeah. I, even though that's not the happiest song but uh but uh it, it had that vibe to me at that although 86 is too early for what why i'm, I'm feeling the way that i'm feeling it feels so much later 80s uh, for me but hmm. Maybe it appeared uh, in a in a in a film as well that uh, made it more pop. Like it when did it peak? When did it peak on the Billboard Hot 100, Garen? That's the question. And and looking at the lyrics for for a song that that repeats a line, which is I assume the main reason why you know you're saying it kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> it has some other lyrics in it that that are fine. That are more that are more than just the repeated lyric. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, but it just, it, it had that sort of dumb, like, just, like, an empty-headed positivity to it that was kind of grating, <laughs> you know? But like, I think at the end of the day, the mistake is everybody have fun tonight, everybody Wang Chung tonight. If Like, if they would have come up with something other than the band name right. for that second uh, line of the chorus... Uh, we we would not be having this conversation because it wouldn't have been a hit. That's the, if it, the other. also if it hadn't been a hit and you heard it, you would have been like, oh, that's funny. Like they're made, they're making fun of themselves, or it's it's just kind of a silly thing. But the fact that it was so omnipresent on the radio made you go, these guys are serious. What a bunch of fucking dorks! I can't <laughs> believe this. This is so stupid. But it's like, no, they know it's stupid. They know it. Of course they do. Yeah, like it's not supposed to be anything other than just a lark. I think, but uh, unfortunately. When something, you know, becomes a hit, you just you, you just get annoyed by the fact that it won't go away. And they do repeat that line way too many times. Oh, boy, do they. Now, Gary, do you have an update on that? When did that go to the top? What did it go? Top uh, number four on the chart? Or did it go all the way to number one? When number two. All right. Christmas 1986. All right. So wow. right, uh, right around the uh, holidays, it sounds like, uh, 1986. Across the nation, around the world. Everybody was Wang Chung for Christmas, weren't they, Matt? That was, <laughs> sure were. Uh, I was working at the Warehouse Records in Pasadena, California. On, on, on Christmas Day, I was working at the... I wonder if you sold uh, any copies of that. I would imagine we did. On that day. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. There was a guy named Steve... No, no, Christmas... No, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is when I spent it with uh, Corey Haim and his family. That was, uh, that was Thanksgiving of 86. Christmas of 86... Guy, a guy named Steve and I had uh, the saddest, loneliest bachelor Christmas... Ever we uh, the the record store was open. We were uh, that, that uh, warehouse was open 365 days a year, and but I believe we closed early. And then he and I went to some restaurant and had Christmas dinner. And uh, I want to say it was the saddest, loneliest bachelor uh, <laughs> uh, dinner ever. Hmm. This guy Steve. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't even pull his last name right now for a million dollars. Mandel, Mendel, Steve Mendel, Steve Mendel, Steve Mendel. Maybe was it, was it Steve Perry? Jesus Christ! What if it was? What if it was Steve Perry? Be weird that you didn't realize your hero was working. Oh the shit! Store. I remember who it was. It was Steve. Yeah, right. You're. Thank you, Matt. It was Steve Perry. <laughs> it was just some guy. Just some guy named Steve that had a long hair and a ponytail that worked at the record store on Christmas. Good for him. He showed up. He yeah. Came in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, true or false? A lot of people called in that morning. Accidentally, they uh, they got sick the night before. True or false? On Christmas Day, a lot of people true. calling in sick. Yeah. True. True. I was the assistant manager. Steve was the other one. There were three. There was one store manager, and then I want to say three or four assistant managers. Uh, who did, you know, there was a, it was such a busy store that the manager just was kind of a figurehead. And then the assistant managers did all the, you know, you were the manager for your shift, mm-hmm. basically. And um, it was run, that was interesting how fucking busy that was, that store. The craziness to think that they don't even exist anymore. Like you go to Best Buy now and the music is on an end cap that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> people are, even and even that's in the way of what people are trying to get to. No, nobody's stopping to look at the, 22 cds that they have yeah they're doing uh, that with blu-rays and stuff too like oh is that they, true garen they've shrunk down to it's it's sad it's it it's sad to be for someone like me it's sad i guess i think it is too because there's still the fun of of looking at that so even if you're not looking to buy that day there's still a phone but you when you go to best buy because we we just recently got a new tv um and i was looking at you know while we bought it online because it was easier to have it delivered and so on and so forth um when you see them trying to fill the space that once occupied, you know, that once were four aisles of music and I, and, may, and may, maybe even six aisles, maybe if you add the Blu-ray and DVD and all, all of that, like all of a sudden the, the washing machines are taking up a little more room and they're spaced out a little bit more than they used to be. And uh, it, 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 they're using two of them as storage right in the middle of the, uh, of the store. Like, 
uh, you just see boxes piled up, and mm-hmm. it's it's weird to uh, and uh, but at least there's at least they're still open. At least there's still a place to go and get any of that stuff. You don't yeah. hard pressed to find a sporting goods store without having to drive twenty miles. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so that's uh, that's the retail report for today. <laughs> boy, oh boy, this is. Uh, now, Matt, we talked about this. Now, before, before I ask you my question, uh, I do want to thank everybody that joined us for the uh, the monthly uh, uh, hangout that we do uh, once a month. If you're in level two or three of the platinum level, we'd like to thank everybody that joined us yesterday. Had a nice time. Uh, I'd also like to thank everybody that joined me for my flapper show Friday night. That was a uh, uh, a good time. Yeah, the numbers are shrinking a little bit, as I feared with things opening up and summer coming. But you know what? Still a nice turnout. Very grateful for anybody that takes the time that wants to spend uh, any time with me. And it was a great show. I mean, I, I, I'm always hesitant to use the word show on those things because I'm just sitting at my desk and just I, I, hopefully being entertaining and funny and so on. But it still feels like, you know, I, I, I didn't even put on a sport coat for Friday night. Usually I put on a little sport coat because it's showtime. Uh, but I uh, did not for Friday. Uh, and good thing too, because it was very hot in here, very, 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 very warm in my room with all the uh, the, the, the sun is hitting at a place right at seven o'clock, where it is not uh, helpful to what I'm doing here. So I have to use nothing but ring lights, and uh, all those ring lights are very, uh, very uh, warm after a while. You, you have air conditioning, why don't you turn it on? Because uh, it's uh, not hot and anywhere else in the house, and so uh, if I put air conditioning on, I got two people that freeze to death. Uh, you know would be very uncomfortable. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, crack a fucking window, asshole. That's what I say to myself. Mm-hmm. Crack a window, you high end C. Well, how about you say that? Put, throw on a sweater, you fucking babies. How about I that? Put it, put, get underneath a blanket, Jagoffs. That's what I would say to him. Um, but anyway, thank you to all the people. Uh, that we got another one coming up in uh, in June. I think there's one scheduled in July for the Flapper Show. And uh, as I've said over and over, we'll see how things uh, progress as things open up and uh, Flappers, uh, you know, pivots back to their actual business. And we'll see. Uh, how that affects play as time goes on. Uh, but Matt, what I was going to ask you is in the live stream, you mentioned that you went to Disneyland on Saturday mm, yep. and uh, lots of follow-up questions on that that we didn't get to because uh, I knew we were talking about it here today. Yeah. Um, you got there at eight fifty nine. You were let in. You got to that rope. They let, they finally dropped that rope. You get in there. You see Mickey, you see Donald, you see everybody. Didn't even see the rope. Uh, by the time we got to where the rope would be, that was had already happened. Rope so, down. Yeah. Rope was down. So what, uh, and, and so I was telling Danielle and Oliver about this uh, yesterday uh, after you had passed along the information. Mm-hmm. And so the questions are, was it crowded? Were the lines fewer? I know that you had some trouble with the food uh, <laughs> being crowded, but is it, uh, what, kind, what, what percentage capacity are we looking at here? Uh, uh, tell us about cleanliness. Tell us about what they seem to yeah, be doing, yeah. even though we now know you can't get it by touching the, uh, the handle on a roller coaster, but uh, yeah, there's still a yeah. lot of theater happening. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's what I made. Right. Okay. So walk me through it, please. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the, I think the capacity when we bought the tickets, uh, they had not uh, Orange County had not ironically reached uh, orange yet. Or is it yellow? What's the, what are we in right now? I believe it's yellow. Yellow. Okay. So they had not reached yellow. Um, so I, I call it Matt. I call that the cold play level. <laughs> it was all yellow. Uh, Thank you. So we were we actually partly decided to go because we're like, this is the best time. This is the best it's going to be in terms of crowd size. Like it's going to be uh, it's only going to get more crowded as things open up more and more. So let's go now. Uh, but then they then they did reach yellow before Saturday. So I, I think it was I want to say I don't know this for sure, but I think it was 35 percent capacity. Was, oh, that's it was the cap. Yeah. 
Um, but oh, that's still yeah. Oh, no, yes. Well, it, it, that sounds great, and in terms of getting on rides, it was great. But what, what's interesting about that is Disneyland was designed uh, over the years uh, as a place where they they understand crowd flow and and how to max out their the capacity and and make the most amount of money they can possibly make and part of that is by having areas where people are inside people are in a restaurant or people are in a line that's that's snakes through a building none of that can happen right now so all the lines are pushed outside and the lines are all outside and all the restaurants are closed so the only eating areas are the outside eating areas and and some places are just not open at all so like a lot of the places that people would have been so that they weren't in your way are gone. And so now everybody, so it felt like it was full. <laughs> Ironically, it was, it was weird. It felt like a very busy day at Disneyland, but, and then you would see a line, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, that line goes all the way. Like, I'm trying to think of an example, uh, like of, of things like, I think at one point, uh, if you can picture, uh, where the, the paddle boat, the river boat, you know, the river boat, uh, that that big boat that goes around the island. Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> and we could we could agree that's a uh, that's a four out of ten. <laughs> yes, but you know what? I don't think I had ever done it, or if I had done it, I didn't remember doing it. And I was like, uh, Charlie saw it, and he was like, "What's what is that?" And I was like, "Oh, that's the you know that's the Mark Twain or whatever." And I was like, "Do you want to go on?" And he was like, "Yeah." And we did it. And you know what? It was a nice it was a nice little break. And I think that honestly, even in normal times, the thing about that that experience and like going to the island the tom sawyer island it's just a nice break from the hullabaloo of i 100 agree with you and it's one of those things too where i think uh and, and you're about to point out that there was a line but yeah usually there's no line for that because it is a four out of ten as far as people yeah. would rather go on space mountain splash mountain oh no there was uh, still no line for that no one gives a shit about that <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. no what i was going to say is the line for pirates of the caribbean went all the way to that th- oh, that goodness. spot which is sounds insane but that's because but, normally the line for pirates of the caribbean is inside pirates of the caribbean so um yeah but that was extreme like it, it, it i it was crazy that it came, went that far back because it was snaking around the new orleans square area too and like it was you couldn't get places because of that goddamn line and so that area was very congested because of that but then you know there would be a, a thing where you'd be like wow that looks like a long line and then you'd get in the line and it was 10 minutes or 15 so, minutes. Uh, so two questions about the line. Were yeah. people six feet apart? Did they have people spaced or like they, they had the, they had the lines on the ground. Um, that is the one I will say. It seemed like everybody kept their masks on and they were doing the right thing with masks and and pretty much giving each other the right space. Um, and, and also the staff was very good about I think maybe only once or twice I saw this that someone had to do this, but they would swoop out. You know how Disneyland is like they'll swoop out of nowhere and be like, oh, sir, I just want to remind you to keep your mask over your nose and chin and covering the full mouth. And like that, again, it didn't happen that often because basically everyone was was behaving. But but they were on it, like in terms of keeping people masked. Right. But the but the, the one thing that I think I that I that is not that I think is a system fail. And maybe it, I don't personally think it matters that much because all the lines are outside and everyone's wearing masks but they have the tape on the ground for six feet and it was not always being followed like numerous times people were like not giving the full six feet and sometimes the sometimes the tape was 14 feet because they're they're calculating 
this the line is a, is a zigzag maze. Yeah, that, that was the question. So and if so, you're going past each other, right? So they they were trying to keep people like if ever if you're on this line, that person has to be on that line. So there's a 14 foot gap between yeah, you and yeah, the next yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And people were just like didn't give a shit. They were just right. like they were just standing in the line. Some in some cases like it was a normal day, and in some cases they were giving four feet or five feet or whatever. One time I did I one one time when we were in one line, a, a staff member came up and and asked the person behind us to to step back or oh, they did which was nice because then i didn't have to be the asshole then you didn't have to do it right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then another time i had to be the asshole and i said so, how, and how does that go what do you what do you say well, and how do they react to it give this, me all that it was it this was in the line for rise of the resistance which is the newest star wars ride which is it opened christmas 2019 and i had never ridden it yet i was we were probably we were like about to go uh down there to finally experience it when the pandemic started so i'd never been on it before i was very excited about it and um this dude was just up on my back man like he it was like a couple like a middle-aged couple probably in their 50s or something this guy was very excited i think that this thing is like people are excited to get on the ride so they just can't help it they just they can't help themselves like there's also that you know it, it happened the other day when we were at the uh getting oliver his uh his, his glasses mm-hmm. uh at, at century city uh you're just you're used to getting on an escalator a certain way yeah, you know, yeah. it's like oh we're all getting on the escalator and before right. you know it's like boy jesus christ i should yeah. not be one step behind this person so right. you give a little bit of leeway on people like oh they didn't realize mm-hmm. it maybe they'll back off now well that's, so you're in this line yeah when the line's stopping and starting you're like you you're just going and then yes. you're like, you don't always go oh those people are stopped now i have to stop way back here I get it. People don't always, they're not always like hyper-focused on But the this back. guy's on your back the whole time. Yeah. And so I finally was just like, sir, can, can you give us a little room? And, and, and then I said, thank you. And he was like, oh, sure. And like, it was fine. But then of course, you know, then <laughs> he, he was, we, we were, we, he were with each other for the next 10, 15 minutes in the line. And right. then of course, then he ends up in the same little, that ride has like multiple stages of you go here, then you go here, then you go here, then you go here. And he kept being right with us because he was right behind us in line, right up to the point where when you're, when you finally get on the actual ride, it's a two rows of four seats type cart that you're in. And of course, like be, in most of the rides right now at Disneyland, you get your own car because of the pandemic. Like so, oh, they are. They're, so they're doing that even on uh, you go yeah. on a roller coaster. Yes. So like we you went, and you and Zoe would have your own car, right? And and uh, gotcha. Thank yeah. you. Like Big Thunder Mountain, it was the four of us in our own thing, and there was nobody in front or back, which is great. We went on Small World. We had our own whole boat, like the, just us in a great. boat, and and that's like four or five rows of seats, which is so right. it's kind of cool and kind of crazy to be in your own boat. But anyway. For this one, because they put a partition between the front and back, we get in the same fucking car as this guy. <laughs> it's like, it's like, can I please just get away from this guy that I feel terrible for having? But he seemed cool about it. Like, I don't think he minded. Uh, it wasn't like he wasn't offended or put out or he didn't get defensive about it. He just so I was like, sure. And I was like, great. Thank you. Um, but it still didn't feel good that I had to do that. <laughs> no, it's the worst. It's yeah. the worst. Uh, I got to imagine that at Disneyland where like at, at one point they didn't like certain people kissing and then those people were gone. Like <laughs> if, if you if you got defensive. Yeah. As far as somebody like saying, hey, can, right. you, can you just give us a little space? I'm imagining that there are people who are monitoring and would come and escort you out immediately. Yeah. Well, there, that's true. And I'm sure everyone kind of realizes that intuitively. Like you can't you can't put up any kind of 
fight if someone asks for space or asks you to put your mask up uh, because them's the rules and everybody understands <laughs> this is like it, it they definitely has the vibe of this is uh you know this is serious everybody paid a lot of money to be here we're all trying to enjoy ourselves the best we can under the circumstances don't fuck this up for anybody basically hey, uh, matt to that point uh, uh is the ticket price the same is it more what are we looking at i think it's the same i i at least bought the ticket so i, I actually don't really know but um I, yeah, I don't think they definitely didn't lower them and I don't but I don't think they raised them either. Uh, There's certainly no reason to lower them. The experience yeah. might be even a little bit better with, uh, with yes, people there. Of you, course, you could argue that. And then there's other than like restaurants. There were maybe two rides that weren't open. I like uh, Matterhorn was closed for whatever reason, um, probably just because uh, I don't know why. Maybe they're that always allowed. That, isn't that the one that always allows single riders anyway? Like, isn't that the one? Like, if you're a single rider, go in this that line. One, yeah, can... that one's not. It, it wouldn't be because of the because it's not even really. Even when you're on it, you're kind of going indoor, outdoor, indoor, outdoor as you go around. So yeah. I, I don't think it's because of the ride. They, they're probably just repairing it or something. The, so, so was the other water ro- splat was Splash Mountain Splash was Mountain. open. Yeah, we okay. went on Splash so Mountain. It's not a water thing. Uh, no, the the. the Splash Mountain, we went on. First of all, we all love Splash Mountain uh, as a family. But also, uh, remember before the pandemic, they were about to change. They were going to retheme it because the whole setup is Song of the South characters. And they're finally like, yeah, we should probably finally put these guys to rest, even though none of it's explicitly racist it's referring to a movie that is explicitly racist, yeah. which no one can watch and has not been available to view in over 50 years. So, uh, so they're going to change it to princess and the frog, I think, but because of the pandemic, they decided we'll leave it this way for a little while longer so that when people come back, they can ride it one more time this way. Um, which I don't give a fuck. I just want to go down the waterfall. I don't yeah, care. Splash the water in my face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I don't do I, Look, I, I'd be happy to not hear zippity doo dot one more time. Like that's, that's I'm, I'm all good yeah. on that song, but you're looking forward to hearing the great songs from princess and the frog. While you <laughs> Obviously there, I'm almost there. Oh. Of course. Uh, yeah, that that's so bad. I mean, Disney really they really went for it with that movie. They were like, we're going to we're finally going to make a movie with like a black princess and it's going to be based in the culture of New Orleans and everything. And no one I don't think anyone cares about that movie really. I mean, maybe I don't I'm not a single person that uh, talks about it. Garen, but your thoughts. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. I, right? I couldn't that's the other good. I couldn't it's get through good. it. I I tried watching it and I honestly couldn't even get through it. I thought it was really boring. But, animation is great yes it mm-hmm. looks great but yeah. it's disney so of course it does but it right. just isn't a strong movie yeah and people are going to lose their shit when they change it right people are going to go they already nuts. did it's, i mean when they, they announced that change and people flooded disneyland to buy the song of the south merch before because this is before the pandemic they were like we gotta get the brer rabbit stuffed animal or whatever the hell uh i don't even know what they were selling there but yeah it, they, people went went crazy then and they will go crazy again probably but um but yeah so the experience was largely positive it was fun we had a, we had a fun time definitely exhausting like it, I, I definitely feel like we were all out of shape like out of theme park shape. how long were you matter are they open the regular hours or and how did it, you not, and were you there the entire time it was open nine to nine so not the regular hours on weekends i think are usually like either seven or eight to ten or something okay um or maybe even 11 sometimes but we left at seven i think um Still yeah a long day it was a long got, day did you get everything in that you wanted to get in 
pretty pretty much i think so yeah we 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 did go over to california adventure at one point and um and that was really fun like the 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 avengers campus is about to open it's not open yet um it's opening in like the beginning of june or something so we got to see it from over a fence but that was the other thing we knew it was going to be crowded when that for opened so we didn't want to like go right after even though i want to see that and it's going to be cool there's hang on matt i think there's an earthquake happening in la's house he's (laughs) jumping around his camera's bouncing you all right dude yeah i was just I'm trying to I'm trying to have my posture right and my head is a little tall and I thought I could fix that with digital uh, repair and I it didn't work it didn't work and okay. I went sideways instead. This whole thing went sideways. Repair. Digital repair. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, yeah, but it was so you know like I, I mentioned this on the live stream and I'll say it here so just in case anyone's thinking about going you have to make reservations to get food like you have to do it in the app ahead of time uh and then just pick it up and it's all contactless which is great it's that's smart that they're doing that but the, what that the situation is that uh you can't other than there's a few popcorn carts and churro carts most but most of the food even food that you would th- think was a snack you have to order in the app and it usually is like you have to do it like an hour or two ahead of when you want it which is which wow. does take the fun out of just grabbing uh, some Mickey beignets, like I was saying yesterday. Like I, I we really wanted those Mickey beignets. And <laughs> we didn't. We weren't able to get them just uh, spontaneously when we wanted them, so we had to like plan ahead for beignets, which is weird. Um, but and no Mickey pretzels. I, I love the Mickey pretzel. I don't know if you guys are. Uh, you know those used to be everywhere. For some reason, none. They, uh, they have the popcorn and they have the churros. They just don't have the pretzels. And that was a bummer. Oh, but the, the pretzel seems like a pretty. Uh, uh, what, what could be easier? Yeah, right. Like, and during this time, like you don't you don't really even share a pretzel. Like, it's, right, more so than popcorn, even I would say. Um, I hundred percent agree with you. But the, but the thing that the the more important aspect is not the ordering part. It's the part that you have to go to a designated sit down eating area to eat any snack, mm-hmm. and the, those seats are at a premium. Like you people, like you have to wait. Like you because again, all of the indoor restaurants are closed so that pushes everybody out onto these outdoor areas and and then also no one can be eating just walking along they all have to be sitting there so you you end up you end up with a situation where uh you're you're like ordering the food you you then when you go to pick up the food you know you go okay let's stake out like where can we sit and then you know it's it's like a scramble to try to grab a table when one opens mm. up so that's that's a little bit annoying but you know they're making the best of the situation and and i would say that they're 90 percent doing a great job and there's just that one that that part of it sucks but that's probably going to change within a month anyway because i think california is gonna, june 15th right yeah. elliot yeah I, i'm gonna point out that i don't know if you saw this garen just raised his hand he might have something to uh, add to this conversation i, I do have breaking news oh, oh this is oh. legit breaking news disney breaking news hold on oh, here we go would like to hear it okay hold on Breaking news with Garrett. It's probably not really news. Disney edition. <laughs> uh, there's only one place you can get a Mickey pretzel in Disneyland currently. Uh, what? Or as of April 30th. Where it's is in Frontierland. it? Frontierland. There's a popcorn cart in, my, in Frontierland is the only place you can currently get a Disneyland pretzel. I mean, I, when I tell you we looked everywhere, it was ridiculous how much we looked for that pretzel. And and actually, some we at, oh, this this actually was funny. This is maybe the biggest breach of protocol that we saw was when we were in California Adventure. We were on uh, the Pixar Pier, and we saw this family, and they were carrying these 
giant pretzels. They were not Mickey pretzels, but they were big, soft pretzels, what we wanted, basically. And I was like, oh, where'd you get those pretzels? And this woman pulls her mask down and leans in and goes, oh, uh, I think we got them over by the vineyard. I'm like, why Why are you pulling it down to yell no, in my face? No, That's the in. exact they opposite don't. of the thing you're supposed to be doing. Like, if, if anything, pull it down when you're not talking and not near someone's face but it was so strange and then she was like i don't know the name of it honey what's the name and her husband's just without taking his eyes off of his phone goes i don't know <laughs> just the most <laughs> helps her. like biggest like i don't give a fuck about you or your needs i don't like my wife therefore like i like i don't give a shit about my own family let alone what your fucking issue is <laughs> so just right. get out of here with your pretzel question but uh but by then we were like about to have dinner so we were like well i'm not gonna get a pretzel now but yeah they someone did say i feel like someone was like oh yeah i think they have them at disneyland we we're like we looked at every cart i thought mm. we looked at every cart but maybe. i've just it's, been told there's an area of the frontier land where you can get one so uh, keep yeah. that in mind the next time you go i missed across it. from big thunder mountain railroad okay right yeah so that that car that's the that's the place that has the turkey leg and the the chimichangas or whatever and i didn't i didn't see a pretzel there but i wasn't i admitted that i wasn't looking that closely um all right well listen cheryl hines is in the waiting room uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We've got Cheryl Hines joining us. Uh, part of the Misfit Toys comedy co-op with her new podcast with uh, Tig Nataro. And uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, I'm sure, sure Curb is going to come up at some point. Uh, also, uh, Oliver's trivia question. We'll deal with all that and more right after this. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What we got? A hat, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. Super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So. Kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. <laughs> yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the T-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, going on. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. That manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2815 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. We are joined by an old friend of mine. This is wonderful. I've not seen this lovely, talented lady in, God damn it, it's got to be a, a decade, minimum a decade. Uh, she's uh, uh, she's on television from time to time. Uh, <laughs> she's got a yeah, uh, brand new podcast. I don't know how new it is. I guess it's been out a while, uh, a podcast with uh, our friend Tig Notaro uh, called Tig and Cheryl True Story, which is, as I mentioned, part of the Misfit Toys comedy co-op, and we're thrilled to have her be a part of that. If for no other reason, it gave me an opportunity to say hello to a friend, again, who I've not seen, I think probably hiding, avoiding me. Cheryl, explain to me why we have not seen each other in over a decade. No, I don't know. Where have you been? Uh, I've not I've not gone anywhere. Well, I, I've not been on the set of Kirby Enthusiasm, so that that keeps me far away from you. Maybe that was it. Um, and I, by, by the way, and I made this very clear, I blame Jeff Garland for that. That I, <laughs> I think I'm the one guy in this town that has not done a Kirby Enthusiasm, and I blame Jeff Garland. Your why, thoughts? Why Jeff? Well, why Jeff? Just who do you who do you want me to blame? Do you want me to blame you? Want me to blame no, Larry? I think Jeff is a good. Well, everybody blames Larry for everything, so I think. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know Larry. I know Jeff. Yeah. Have you ever said, "Hey, what's the deal"? What, 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 what world would you do? And to which I always say, really, I can't go, what are you doing, Larry? I can't, I can't be the guy. Why would you do that, Larry? Why? Right. Yeah, you could do that. And by the way, you do a very good Jeff. Well, thank you very much. That thank was you. good. That was spot on. Uh, there's not a lot of call for a Jeff Garland impression, but if there ever is, I'm in. You're the guy for it. Although, do I want that? You're a little, physically, you're a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So I, what, maybe it could be like a Jim and Tom Hanks thing where uh, if Tom can't do it, his brother does it. So if Jeff ever gets a VO gig, can't make it, Pardo comes in. You slip and, in uh, there and nobody knows any different. They're dumb. The people are dumb. Cheryl. People are so stupid. They are. Thank people you. People don't know so. anything about anything. That's what I always bank on anyway. I was uh, I was going to pitch uh, instead of that, Jimmy, maybe you and Jeff could do a reboot of Twins. Where it's like, uh, you know, like the Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's like the two of you are twin brothers. <laughs> but why do I get hurt in that? Why am I the Danny DeVito role in that? Why do, am I the... Well, you're, I mean, I, I mean, recognize you're, you're I'm shorter of, than Jeff. Oh, maybe it's a sequel to Twins where like Danny DeVito splits into two. And you guys are both like the two parts of Danny DeVito. You're short. But again, and why do I need to be the tiny little <laughs> prop? I, I don't know that that's how that works. Because honestly, like to me, you you look... You're, you look facially more like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, that is true. You look like Danny DeVito. Is that, Whoa. Is that a good thing? <laughs> not, a, not a terrible thing. No. You certainly. I, I, guess, I guess out of the two, yeah. you want to look more like Arnold than Danny, right? Yeah. You've got his forehead, you I guess. You want to have the personality of, of Danny and mm-hmm. then the biceps? I don't know. What's I do want the Arnold? bicep of a Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> and I do not. I, uh, no. 
No, I got to imagine his biceps like my thigh. That's my guess. <laughs> you I hang mean, out in those circles. Have you hung out with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, I, ha- I, I haven't in a long time. Has it been sooner than 10 years? <laughs> no. Oh, okay then. No, it's been a while. It's been a while. It has been a while. And I, I've never really hung out with him, but I did do a project and he came and uh, did a uh, an appearance on it, which was nice, actually, when he was the governor. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I, I produced a um, TV show where we... Um, we did we did renovations on on public schools. <laughs> oh wow! It doesn't cool. sound that sexy, but uh, it was it great. Nice. It, was, it was called School Pride, and we did one in um, for this in town in Compton, and he came, and it, it you know it was very exciting. It had to be exciting, like yeah. even though people say he was a bad governor, I really don't remember if he was good or bad because my brain was not in politics at the time. Me either. Um, but he's still Arnold Schwarzenegger. If you if you if you're in Target and you walk over, you see, you walk down an aisle and there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Are you not going to go? Holy fuck, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger! I, I mean, guess you would. You would. You would act like you're talking on the phone. You know, <laughs> secretly take a picture, and you know, we know the move. We know the drill. Uh well, listen, I don't know that drill. I, I, that's an exciting. Oh. Um, <laughs> Uh, turn of you, events. You act like you're talking on speaker, and then you're really uh, yeah. You take and then a you're photo of that picture. person. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, maybe, smart. Maybe I just haven't seen the right person to do that on. Hmm. You haven't seen Arnold in uh, Target yet. No, I've not. I'm guessing he doesn't go. You think? Let me ask you a question, Cheryl Hines. You're a, yeah. you're, a, uh, you're a celebrity I could ask this of, and you will not uh, take offense to this. Yeah. When's the last time you vacuumed? <laughs> you, know what, you know what's interesting? I did it this morning. Did you actually vacuum? Uh, you actually vacuumed the, the house? Not the whole house, but the kitchen. Okay. Yes, because now this sounds, you know, uh, but, but my, <laughs> I do have a housekeeper, but she's on vacation. Oh, so oh, so you had to so, slum it, do it yourself. Uh, <laughs> I had to vacuum and then I mopped. You actually oh. mopped as well? I did. With, a, with an actual mop day. or a wet Swiffer? What did you use? Uh, the Swiffer. Yeah. I'm not bringing something out. I'll Nobody is, Swiffer. right? That's no. filthy. That's that's always been disgusting, the it, mop. It has. Yeah. I, I never understood it. So you, you, you go around once and then you stick it in the bucket and then you wring it out and then you go around again with again, the dirty. With filth mop. Yeah. <laughs> Right? When was the last time you vacuumed? Uh, I did it uh, yesterday. You know what? I actually enjoy vacuuming. I, I get a there's a Zen thing that I get into, and we only really? have carpeting in one room, so it takes seven minutes. It doesn't take very long. It probably could take three if I wasn't an OCD nut job that needed to have the lines be perfect. But um, is it the kind that you? Oh my god, the lines are perfect. Well, I like the lines. Oh, you to like be, to see them. I like, you like to see them. See I like to see progress. Yeah. But is it like a vacuum that you plug in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Cause see, I have one that that reach that charges on the wall, and it's got a little trigger. It's a Dyson, and it's light and easy. I can't uh, do the I can't do the plug in. It's can I tell you something? Yeah. We had we had the charging one too. Maybe very yeah. similar to what you're speaking of, and it would inevitably it would stop mid mid vacuum, <laughs> um, and then you yeah. got to go run and get the other battery to then put on yeah. and. Eventually, I just went, fuck this noise. Uh, as much as I hate the one second it takes to plug this thing in, I'm going to go back to a plug. But then what do you do with the cord after? Did you have to wrap it around something? Or yeah, you wrap it around, which takes another uh, 32 God, seconds. I know I you're very busy, Cheryl. Time. I know you don't. I'm not doing it. I don't have uh, time to wrap around. That's when I, that's what I would just be like, a, you know. I don't. I will tell you, I say that I vacuumed more often when it was the battery charged yeah. because it is just grab it and go. Yeah. 
but again, it takes one second to plug it in. It takes 13 seconds. To, I know. I, I get it. Can't. Won't. You know what I loved? When I was a kid, our vacuum cleaner had the cord that retracted into the yes. thing. Oh, yes. That was very satisfying to like, I like pull that. it and let it zip up in there. Yeah. I, yeah. They don't do but that anymore. But you have to you can get out of the way because it can get going. Pretty, <laughs> It'll whip you. Yeah. yeah, it's a wild yeah. cobra coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You be, uh, it is. That hit, and that hits you, by, by the way, that, that hits you in the ankle. That's going to hurt. That's, yeah, uh, it's going to hurt. If you're uh, wearing at, flip-flops, forget about it. <laughs> well, I'm not wearing flip-flops when I, uh, when I vacuum because that's going to leave me. Do you ever me, wear uh, flip-flops? No, I don't because I'm a human being that uh, wears a shoe like a person. I have respect for people that have to look at feet. I wear Because what about on a flight? I mean, there's something about somebody wearing flip-flops on a flight that just, I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me. It angers you, right? Well, I have to look at their feet for, you know, five hours. Because it's like, gross. Whoa. Put a fucking shoe on. Yeah. Yeah, or wear socks with your flip-flops. I'll go along with that if, if it's yeah. so important to you. <laughs> yeah. So where, uh, two people showed up recently on Shark Tank and they were uh, and they were selling some golf thing, but they both walked out. You know, this next to be a, a new twist on a popular game, and they walked out in flip flops. And I just went, nope, not by, <laughs> nope. You're not getting a deal. No way. Are you wear a shoe if you're going to pitch your product? I, unless I love- you're unless the product's flip flops. Yeah, what are they pitching? Like uh, toe rings? Because like, there's no reason to have open toes at a at, no. a, at a pitch. A show on a TV show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm from Florida, and people only wear flip flops. Hmm. So when you and when you and you must know this, when you land in Orlando and in, in the airport, all you hear is like flippity flippity. Everybody's little flip flops all around the airport. Ah, sounds like Florida. I was down at uh, Ron DeSantis's house over the weekend, so I, I, I've had that experience. Uh, Ron and I are very close, Cheryl, and uh, down there <laughs> chit-chatting you? about what to do for the presidential 2024. And so, uh, you know, I, wow. I heard nothing but flip-flops. Mm. I, mm, I believe some of that. <laughs> you, should, you should not believe any of it. Not, not one second of that. I, I have not been to Florida in decades. No? Why? Mm. Uh I always I made a thing early in my career when I was a road comic. I never worked Florida and I made some weird internal agreement with myself that, you know what? I'll never work it. That'll be my thing. Nobody ever wanted to book me there. And when they do, fuck them. I don't want to go there. But then I got a theater an offer to do a theater. And I was like, well, I got to go to Florida. So I ended up going to Florida. <laughs> I mean, so I've been there I, once. I love Florida. I, it's, it's my people. But um, and there are lots of great universities and colleges there. I'm surprised you haven't. You yeah. know what, Jimmy? It's time. <laughs> it, is this the time? Florida circuit. <laughs> now is, is the this, time. Is this the to time? To There's never been a better time to go to Florida. <laughs> never, never been a safer, better time <laughs> to tour Florida and shake some hands. You know what? I'll go down there. They seem like good people. I'll wear my Proud Boys T-shirt so I fit in. It'll be Ooh. great. Not a, listen, that. not everybody. Not I, everybody. Of course, Shirley, you can. Of course. Okay. No, I'm very sensitive. You're talking about my 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 state, my home state. What part of now Florida are you from? Huh? What part of For- Florida are you from? Well, I was born in Miami Beach, and then I, I grew up in Tallahassee, really. And then I, huh. I, uh, I went to school at University of Central Florida in Central Florida, wow. in Orlando. So, so I you really did, you did the whole thing, the whole circuit. Did the whole <laughs> state, yeah. Did you uh, major in the theater? Well, I started out as a theater major, and then I had to change it because I had to pay my I had to pay my way through school. I had to work the whole time um, to pay my own tuition. And as a theater major, you had to be in their productions at night 
and I couldn't do it because I had to waitress. So I had to, I minored in it and I majored in television production. So it actually worked out for me because I'm glad I had to switch it. I wouldn't have at the time. Um, but I, it was good for me because I, you know, I learned how to light and edit, although editing is not the same as it was in 1902. <laughs> um, everything's changed, but uh, but it was good. It was a really good experience for me. I, if I may ask a question yeah. about your editing. Yeah. Do you remember what you were taught editing on? Do you remember what it was called by any chance? The Avid. Okay, very good. But, but honestly, listen, this is humiliating, but I'm going to say it. I also, because it was also radio, so we had to... <laughs> we had the reels and then you had to have the tape you know you would actually you know splice the two together and then you would have the little tape and then you would have to do yeah Yeah. that's how we would edit Mm -hmm. could you imagine if that's how we had we had to do it with podcasting Six months the, later. We, yeah. Oh, Six my months God, later, right? We got one together, <laughs> yeah. you guys. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Hey, the election happened. And then, <laughs> yes, we're well aware of what happened, sir. Um, well, that's, And when did you move to Los Angeles? Because I think we may have moved here right, right around the same time, Cheryl. I'm going to guess you moved here mid-90s. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, that's so interesting. Wait, where yeah. did you, from where did you move? Uh, the Chicagoland area, the uh, south uh, suburbs of Chicago. Where if you want to say everybody there is a closed-minded racist person, I will not be as uh, defensive about them. I will, uh, and I recognize it's not everybody, but I'll, I'll go along with your premise that it is everybody. Yeah, I listen. You know, there are a lot of people out there that think a lot of different things. There are, uh, and there, there's also a reason why. You know, uh, there's also a reason why places like Florida get a weird reputation because weird friggin shit happens in florida it doesn't now we talked about it once before uh, on the show uh they have a, a, a where the, the police records are are public as opposed to other states where they're not mm. so crazy stuff could be happening everywhere oh. it's just that florida we you have access to those records that you don't have for an iowa maybe oh that's interesting i didn't know yeah. that i believe that's the case right didn't we yep. discover that, that yep. that's what i read somewhere and, I, and i've 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 I latched onto that concept without doing any further research. <laughs> no, right, exactly. But, I did the same thing. Oh, that makes sense. I'm it, good now. It sounds Let's go right. With that. Though. We'll go with that. Yeah, like so. Yeah. There's, I like, mean, there's a whole media. Although thing. there's some very Florida specific stuff that happens. True. So you're like, okay, mm-hmm. the Gators, sinkholes, and Gators, <laughs> and gators snakes, flamingo fights, underground, in people's basements. Right? Yes. You, you you grew up there. You know that. You'd pay your little cover charge. You go down to somebody's basement and watch the flamingo fights. <laughs> That's right. That's what we did on a Saturday night. Sure. Right. And then I lost a the guy lot that was... of money on those fights. How much did you lose, Cheryl? I probably lost fifty two hundred dollars. Holy in. smokes! Now for a young lady, that's a lot of money to lose, though, a lot isn't of it? Money. That's a lot of money. And that was over many fights, so that wasn't just one. No, that was uh, like out. Ten, 10 years of fights. This oh, is like, you went to like, you continued to go for a decade to the Florida <laughs> fights. Not that bad, actually. Yeah, yeah it's five hundred dollars a year. I win a lot. You love it. You love to see those feathers fly. You're a big fan <laughs> yeah. of it. I really do. There's got to be some asshole that does that, right? That makes two flamingos fight each other in a <laughs> cage somewhere? Would they fight? I mean, I don't know if... What would, you, what would what, they do? What would, they, would, it take would they make, make a little them? heart with their necks? What would they do? Yeah, I think they would just be like, you know, build a bill 
like yeah. so sweet, like all, uh, standing on one leg, like, oh, hi, Charlie. Uh, hi, Sue. <laughs> Look at you. I like you. I like you. Yeah, they oh. seem like very sweet. But what uh, if you- I'm going to disagree with you. I'm, I looked it up really quickly. Uh, they do go beak to beak. They will <gasps> bite each other's butts. Oh, that's rude. Uh, but it's a it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of eyeball eyeballing each other from what mm-hmm. I'm seeing right now. A lot of passive aggressive fighting with the flamingo. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> yeah. It's a stare down. <laughs> it's a Larry David stare down. Sure. But, but what ends up happening is when they fight, it actually makes that heart because <gasps> they're they're going like this and they're going they're going like yeah. this. Guys, I gotta start raising flamingos. I know all about the flamingo. Wow, that was impressive. I once, this is a true story. I once knew a flamenco dancer that raised flamingos. What do you (laughs) think of that? Come on. Mm. That's too much. I don't believe you. You don't care? You don't care for that kind of wordplay? All right. All right. You know what? You throw it out there. You throw it out there, you see what happens. Uh, now, Cheryl, my son, uh, 13-year-old Oliver Griffin Pardo, is uh, he loves your program. He loves the Kirby enthusiasm. He's crazy about it. Isn't that funny? That, this like this new generation. It's, it's it's interesting that it that curb kind of spans some generations. Well, it's been on for you did the movie in 1999. I want to say right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so then, it's, so it's yeah. So it started out as just a one-hour special. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that was in 1999. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> twenty. Two years later, mm-hmm. you're, that guy still can't fold a sweater correctly, and he gets yelled at by people. <laughs> it's still, he doesn't he know how to put money into a, a meter, and somebody gets upset about it. Listen, he still is ringing uh, true with people. They feel his uh, his pain. Mm-hmm. We love it. The whole family loves it. And uh, it, it, now, listen, it, it, I don't want to dwell on Kirby enthusiasm. You're a talented person. It isn't defined by one role. Uh, but when is that? Is it coming back? I know that Richard Lewis will occasionally tweet out, you know, me and LD, we're going to go head to head in season 47 or whatever he does. And, <laughs> and then he shows up on the set. Uh, and, and I know he's going through some health issues and we yeah. wish Richard the best. But yeah, uh, well, we, uh, we just finished uh, shooting season 11. Right. So, um, and Richard did, he came in and shot, which was great. Cause yeah, he's been, um, he's been having some issues. So he was really happy to be, be shooting. And I, I don't know what it will air. I mean, I'm certainly not going to announce it here cause I don't have that kind of authority, but also cause oh. I don't know, but I would imagine in the fall. All right. Well, great. We'll, we'll look forward to watching that uh, for that HBO max, not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> What, uh, I had a follow-up about that, but I forget what it is now. Okay. Well, that's our show then. All right, thank you, Cheryl. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys later. It it's the only way to end this. If I can't think of what my follow-up was, there, there's no sense in talking about anything else. No, we're done. No need to go on. No, but, but but like you were saying, when Curb started, it was, uh, yeah, it was just a one-hour special, and then and then it turned into a series. So it, it, you know, and you know this as an actor, usually you are um, for a series, you're going through all these, this whole audition process with um, testing and you test for the network and you test for the studio and people are watching you and you're making your deal before you walk in and, you know, it's a high stress situation. And when I went in for Curb, it was really just Larry and Jeff and Bob Whitey, I think was directing and um and that was it and we just improvised and then they called me later that day and said that i got the part wow so isn't it that was great pro- yeah it was amazing and then um and then while they were 
before it even aired, I think HBO was interested in turning it into a series. So it was just like one of those magical things. And here again, 22 years later, and you, adjust, you I mean, by a, by a calendar, uh, having moved here in the mid-90s, getting a gig in 99, you had basically just moved here and landed a role of... Well, let's see. I mean, I feel like I had been here for quite some time. You do. All right. Well... Yeah, because I was... Well, another thing that was interesting about it is because of the the tone of the show it's supposed to feel like a mockument not a mockumentary really but uh you know it's supposed to feel like a fly on the wall you're watching these people so larry wanted to cast an unknown actress as his wife because he wanted people to think oh maybe that's really his wife right Mm -hmm. yeah because you because like you said we had you know we had richard lewis on and we had um jerry seinfeld and you had people that the audience would recognize and know that they're real people and knew that that was Larry David. So, um, so it worked in my favor that I had not <laughs> done anything besides Swamp Thing uh, before I went into audition for that. Right. For Curb. Yeah. That, that is the one weird thing about Curb uh, from time to time where a famous person will come on and be a character. And it's I like, know. so Richard Lewis and Ted Dancer are themselves. <laughs> But this guy is is the mechanic, so that gets that a little... odd too. I find that odd too, because even like Vince Vaughn is playing a character, right? And then you're then I'm hey, you know, we're shooting, and it's like, okay, but it's he's not playing Vince Vaughn. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, it's it. I find that interesting. <laughs> Do you guys fight about? It? I like to think you guys fight about it. Ah, oh, we fight so much. <laughs> I've about got to it. imagine. Is it? This is the most. This is the most. Uh, uh access hollywood question i will ask you uh and then we will move on from this bullshit uh of me doing that is it uh do you guys is it just fun because you're all i know all of you and you're all fun people you're all like to be funny y'all like to laugh and is is that the environment or is it It we're getting down to business no it is really just fun and because it's all improvised there's no script so you never know what somebody else is going to say and um and so you know a a lot of shoots there there's a lot of downtime because they're setting up shots and they want it to look perfect (laughs) i think you see where i'm headed um (laughs) they want the lighting to be perfect and then you have rehearsal and then they and then they flip you know they'll flip the camera and then light the other side of the room but because the because curb is improvised there's always a camera shooting in in both directions. So uh, the two people that are talking in the scene facing each other, there's a camera on each of them. So there's no rehearsal. Larry doesn't want to talk about the scene before you shoot it. He doesn't want he doesn't want to talk about it at all. So there's no rehearsal. If we do rehearse for the camera to just sort of show them we're gonna, where we're going to walk, we'll speak in gibberish. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, that's fun. So we'll be like, and then uh, blah, 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 blah. And then I might walk over here and do, 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 do. and then I might walk <laughs> over there and sit down. Um, so there's not a lot of downtime. So we're all just hanging out together. And uh, yeah, and it's really funny. I mean, Larry writes ridiculous story outlines <laughs> um, that are funny. So the situation's funny. So then whatever dialogue people end up adding is just, you know, icing on the cake. 
So yeah, it's, to, it's to that point, Cheryl, is when you, when you get the, the outline, are there certain you and Larry have a conversation about a, a donut, let's say. Okay. Are there is there a bullet point you as Cheryl, the wife, you have to uh, it, uh, while you're improvising, you eventually do have to land at. But you didn't leave a tip. Do you, do you have to? Is that there or do you, do you guys find that? Um, not every scene is like that. So but yeah, every scene has certainly a purpose or a right. joke or whatever that is. Um, but uh, most of the time it doesn't have something that specific. Uh, so, but sometimes it does. So sometimes there's like, oh, you have to say you called after the cutoff time. You know, so I know at some point I have to say that or, you know, or it'll say in this scene, um, Cheryl tells Larry that her parents are coming to stay for two weeks and that's it. So we don't know where it's going to go, but you can imagine (laughs) how that kind of news would go over with Larry. Uh, But you don't know for sure until you start doing it. Uh, well, again, it's great. And it's, uh, I mean, and, and you have to be thrilled the fact that it's been around for 22 two years. Like, it's just this. It's h- hard to believe. It's so, you know what's funny is we're watching shows like Will and Grace uh, that went off, that, you know, wrapped, and then they came back for a reunion. And we're still like, oh, <laughs> oh, we're still going. We're still going. Yeah. We never stopped. We're just, but we're kind of doing, but it's, it's interesting too because one of the things that I love about it actually because it has been up for 20 years it's still we're still the people the same people um, that have gone through these you know marriages and divorces and people pass on and people so we're really dealing with that in a sort of a real fake way (laughs) <laughs> right. Yeah, As yeah, if yeah. we were just documenting our lives. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Or am I, it does. It sounds and, crazy. And in the middle, of it, it dawned on me, too, that while you guys have been doing this 20 years, and, and by the way, I'm sure somebody could pull up episode from season one, and sep- uh, the most recent episode and prove me wrong. But you literally all look exactly the same, too, which is bizarre. Like, yeah. in 20 years, other than other than Garland, Garland looks like shit. But the rest of you guys, you look, you look all, Larry looks exactly the same. You I know. Look exactly I, the same. No, I think Larry has looked this way since he was 35 or something. <laughs> right, that's, it is funny to see, isn't it? Because yes. you're like, wow, he looks exactly the same. It's, it, it's, it is interesting. Even Susie Esmond, man. I look at her and I'm like, wow, you look fantastic. I don't know what what people are doing, but she looks amazing. And uh, Jeff Garland looks better than he's ever looked. I actually, while I just shit on Jeff Garland, he does look better today than he did 20 years ago. Yeah, this is interesting. Interesting. And well, just it's the fantastic like, lighting that <laughs> <laughs> you just said the lighting didn't do anything. You guys don't care about the lighting. Uh, all right, Cheryl Hines is here. Yeah, she got the podcast with our friend Tig Nataro called True Story uh, with uh, Tig and Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl, tell us about that. Before we move on, we got trivia yeah. stuff and uh, other stuff to do. But tell us very not quickly. Take your time. Uh, whatever you like. What, what is this podcast that you and Tig do? Walk through the the people that are not aware of it. Well, okay. So, so we watch a documentary uh every week and then tig and i will talk about it so we'll announce what documentary it's going to be um and then we listen we don't talk about it in a 
in an intelligent <laughs> way. Sometimes we barely even get to the film. <laughs> right. Uh, but we mostly just talk about, uh, <laughs> I don't know what we talk about. I mean, listen, every podcast ends with, who were you attracted to in this film? <laughs> oh. Yeah. And so we're talking about documentaries is usually slim pickings, but but we'll, we will we'll talk about whatever comes to mind. We go off on a lot of stories and tangents. And most of the people that listen to our podcast have not seen one of the films that we've talked about. <laughs> What's the most recent one that you, because uh, uh, Matt, in fact, play the theme song, Matt, since yeah, we are yeah. somewhat uh, talking about. Uh, we are. Here comes. that mm -hmm. yeah. we talk about documentaries uh i'll say it way too much on this program <laughs> and um yeah we do but, uh, look sure we're doing this show 15 years we'll we'll talk about me cutting my fingernails for 12 minutes if we need to. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, i mean we all watch documentaries we all love documentaries yes. so of yeah. course we talk about it we always end each conversation with that like who are we attracted to like this <laughs> what we do um what i like the squid uh, oh, oh yeah the octopus my octopus teachers actually one of our um most popular podcasts because, <laughs> yeah, we talked a lot about the weird love story that went on. What did I mean, you think? Did, did you like that movie? I, 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 everybody told me I was going to sob at the end of it, which, by the way, I did, I did tear up a little bit. But mm. at, I think a minute later, I was like, you know what? That was just a waste of everybody's time. I know. I felt like it was fine to drift off to at night. Like <laughs> it was pretty to watch. But we, but and we were playing clips, and it's like, oh, it's. You can't see what's happening, but there's an octopus that's swimming right now. And, you know, um, Tig loved it. Some people loved it. Love. And I was like, I don't know. It was, it was okay. I don't, <laughs> but the guy, you know, really, it was a kind of an interesting man-octopus love story. That yeah, don't you think it's weird that we never met his wife? Like we we never <gasps> well, met her. Yes, very weird. That was sort of glossed over at the beginning, where he was like, "I was having trouble in my personal life, and I and I didn't I didn't want to see another camera because I'd been making so many movies." And then the next thing you know, he's like, "Got his." flippers on and he's like what i gotta get down to the octopus my girlfriend the octopus with the camera crew and it's like oh wait am i the only one that's seeing this um so that was kind of strange to me and then i 100%. thought well what is his wife is like oh we were having troubles before and now he's in love with an octopus <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know i don't know what the story was but it was a little odd to me but people loved it they loved it and but again i and i did it at the time i did i did tear up and but then it was like once I was talking with uh, my beautiful, uh, beautiful wife Danielle about it who did she's like well I think this affected you more than me like by the end of that conversation it was like yeah fuck that guy God, <laughs> fuck that octopus <laughs> yeah well we were we were just saying you know he goes to sleep at night and instead of like having sexual dreams about your neighbor he's like getting on with the octopus lady <laughs> well you don't want eight hands on you that's a, that, well yeah imagine all that massage little, all the little uh, suction cups right where are those things going uh, well mm -hmm. i know where two are going they? some spot that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I got at least two spots. Yes. I also with that, and I know I know this movie's been out a year, so there's no need to do a deep dive on it. But when he was like, I didn't want to mess with nature. It's like when it was convenient to him, he didn't mess with nature. Like right. I'm going to let that shark attack the octopus because it's good. Uh, it's good for the camera. No. But I'll bother it any other time. <laughs> uh, that was hard to watch. Yes. I was like. I don't know. That's when I was, was a turning point for me because I felt like, what? How is he just watching the shark attack our little sweet gal? Yeah. It was weird. And you're right. Other than that, he's just like knocking on our cave every do- every morning. <laughs> right. Hey. Let's go. What's up? Cameras are rolling, baby. <laughs> we're burning like, with hey, daylight. I'm an octopus. Leave me alone. But yeah, it was. I thought that was weird. I, I didn't like that. Uh, how did you and Tig uh, get to know each other? You guys uh, at some function of some sort? Well, I I love stand-up comedy. I love to go watch it. Um, and so one night I just went to a show at the Improv. And I saw her for the first time. And this was a long time ago. This was before, you know, before she made it big. Right. Um, and I met her after the show and I was just like, oh, my God, you're so funny. I just loved every minute of it. And that's when I was married to Paul Young, who's a manager. And I told Paul, I was like, you have to represent this woman. She's one of the funniest people. And he did for a little while. And then oh. they ended up breaking, breaking up. Um, nothing dramatic. But um, but that but that was the beginning. I just I don't know. I just was so taken with her. Uh, and just to be clear, when we say Paul Young, we're talking about the manager, not the gentleman who had the number one hit every time you go away, in case it was serious. <laughs> That's true. It yeah. is not the same guy. Same name, but not, not yes. Um, there was also another Paul Young who sang in Mike and the Mechanics, uh, oh. which was very confusing in the mid-80s. If you were a Paul Young music fan, uh, you thought, oh, now he's singing with Mike and the Mechanics. No, that's a different Paul Young. Well, one of them should change their effing name. Yeah, at least add your initial. Please, thank you. Like people do. <laughs> yeah, yes. sag it up. <laughs> sag it up, Paul right? Young. Yes. <laughs> um uh, well, wonder. And are you guys are you recording it via Zoom these days? Are you guys uh, yeah, masking it up safely? It, well, we've only done it uh, via Zoom because we started during the pandemic. Oh, you did? Yeah, because uh, we had talked. We have got we had gotten together before the pandemic hit because we wanted to do a podcast, and we weren't sure. You know, it took a little while to land on what our theme was going to be. Uh, because we just really wanted to talk about everything. Um, so we decided, and, but we both love documentaries. So we were like, all right, well, let's watch a documentary. Then we'll talk about whatever we want. And then maybe the documentary will come up in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah. So then the, when the pandemic hit, you know, a few months into it, we were like, we should just do it. Yeah. And we started doing it. We ha- we still haven't done it in person. I still haven't seen her in person since. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So she's a, she's in Canada shooting right now. So, but when but I, but she's going to Tribeca for the film festival and I I may go and visit her and we might do a live show. We'll see. A live okay. show at Tribeca. That's a sentence that I uh, never thought would be said on this podcast. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm not happy about it. <laughs> what? Uh, well, we're thrilled to have you as be part of the Misfit Toys uh, uh, conglomerate. Whatever. I, I, I hate saying the word network because uh, I don't know if I don't know if the way we are. Co-op? 
Co- we, co- we, use, we throw around the word co-op. That seems to... That reminds me of a grocery store. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Yeah. We're, we're, we're at a weird spot, yeah. Cheryl, with this Can thing. Can we find a better word? Uh, collective. You've said. Sometimes we say collective. We say collective. That we sounds like a... Sounds it's like only because we're allergic commune. to the word network. <laughs> commune. Yeah. We're a cult. cult. We can use cult. cult. Let's hey. Let's use cult. All right. You're part of the Misfit Toys cult. With a K, of course. Where we all follow Jen Kirkman. And... It works out. Uh, well, I love John Kirkman. Uh, we do. We do a lot of. We do. There are a lot of documentaries about cults. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I've said to Danielle, my beautiful wife Danielle, I uh, I will watch every single one of them. And Same. if you can, I'm sick of watching cult documentaries. There's a new one. Turn it on. I know. <laughs> and then yeah, and then it just makes you angry, and you're like, why did everybody follow this weird guy? Right. Why? Why, why? did they follow this guy in a speedo around for three years? <laughs> I know. It's it's hard to understand. Well, you know, I mean, it's also hard, like we talk about all the time on this show, like at the end of the day, Donald Trump is a weak, whiny baby and other people go, he's the strongest man I've ever met. Like what? Really? He whines if you go, hey, your suit's a little crooked. Oh, they're fucking telling me to have my suit. He, it's he's true. an idiot. That's and yet not they f- fair. They're picking on me. Right. Nobody has ever picked on a president as much. It's like, well, what? Really? What, what are you talking about? Uh, really, Phil Hartman did a thing where he was shoving uh, Big Macs down his throat or quarter pounders down his throat right. every second, making fun of Bill Clinton. You right, idiot. right, yeah. Right, but how about yeah. Richard Nixon, know. who got a lot of got a lot of guff for some reason? <laughs> Richard Nixon got guff. They yeah. all got guff. Reasons. Yeah, the only president, president that got that. off easy was JFK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. JFK. Yeah, they yeah. missed out on a lot of that kind of. He missed uh, out a lot talking. of that bullshit. <laughs> he did. Uh, there was no internet either, so that that yeah. made it easier. It was an easier time. It was an easier time, that's for sure. Three networks. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And then that Back sneaky in. fourth Fox showed up. Or, or, or we'd have uh, WFLD in Chicago, the uh, where the um, like the Popeye cartoons would run. Oh. Uh, whatever, whatever that. On the morning? In the morning? On UHF. Saturday morning or something? Yeah, well, uh, those UHF. didn't count. The, those, those were just, they just ran syndicated nonsense. They didn't have yeah, their right. own <laughs> identity. Hey, what, why, hey, why do we call our network that? The syndicated nonsense. It's <laughs> oh. not bad. I kind of like that. We have a name. We don't have as a thing. Bad. Mm. Mm. We'll workshop it, guys. Keep thinking. Cheryl, Cheryl, we got time on this. There's no reason. I know you're not going to Tribeca tomorrow. We got time to think (laughs) of this thing through. If you make a big announcement. Uh, I have a question. uh, I have a question for Cheryl. uh, Matt Bell, here. Cheryl, question from him before we move on. Uh, What's what's the what's your favorite documentary that you've watched for the podcast so far? Um. Well, I would have to say, I think I have two because we watched because of this all took, you know, we started in the pandemic. One of our early ones was Tiger King and we had um, um, Eric Good who directed it and produced it. And he was our first guest. We don't always have guests on. But that was really fun. It was fun talking to him because he's like, you know, because we were like, did you have any idea? (laughs) And he said, no, are you kidding me? How did I know there was going to be a pandemic in the week that everything (laughs) shut down? Everybody would be watching Netflix. Right. And watch this, you know, crazy documentary. (laughs) Right. So that that one was really fun and, and early on and kind of, you know, and then. We did um, Amanda Knox, mm-hmm. which I find that story beyond fascinating. And then she DM'd me. What? And, th- and she was like, if you ever want to ask questions, I'm here for it. And I was like, wow. 
hi, Amanda, do you want to come on and talk to us? And she's like, yeah. This is the girl who was in Italy and was accused of murder and went to prison and finally got out years later. Yeah. 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 Wow. Cra- a, a crazy story. So those were, um, those two were really fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, that's. We get it. We, okay, I mean, you get it. We know They're it. not <laughs> hilarious documentaries. No, yeah, that one about the girl murder, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we, we get it. And uh, somehow, she, no matter how dark the documentary is, we are just laughing up a storm about sure. our own little bullshitty bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I should have done more research on this podcast, considering that I uh, one of the curators of Misfit Toys. I should have done maybe a little bit deeper dive on no, don't what we said yes to. Don't bother. Don't bother. I don't need to listen to you two you rattle to on. No, because you'll be like, what is this podcast about? And then um, and then at the end, you go, uh, some people are like, wow, all you guys do is laugh. And then they're like, I can't wait to hear next week when yeah. you're just going to laugh for an hour. And that's what I tune in for. So it's like, okay. So sometimes it's just us laughing <laughs> about who did, nothing. Who did you find attractive in the Tiger King? I had to, uh, <laughs> oh, that's a really up. great question. Because that, that, that's a, <laughs> the ti- it's got to be the tiger, right? <laughs> that is a good question. That is a good question. Oh, I think it was the girl who lost her arm. Yeah. 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 She's, she's, she's Steph? Is her name Steph? How can you remember that? If it's Steph, I want money from all of you. I'm not I kidding. Mean, if her name is Steph, I want money. Seriously. Mm. That's impressive if you pulled but that. But she was kind of. She was kind of like tough and saf. What is it? Saf. 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 S a f f. Saf. Oh, S a f f. All right. Very close. close. No close. money. Yeah. Close. No money. No money. No money. Not, not on the money. Nope. That lady reminds me of the of the character I want to see from Alien Aliens, who ah. was the uh, the the one of the people with the with the fancy machine gun, the yes. badass marine. Yeah. 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 So she was kind of like. I don't know. There was something about her that we both were attracted to. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, at least yeah. you have an answer. At least there's a, because it couldn't be any of the dudes with the, the shirtless, teethless mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> Those were tough. There's, listen, all, most documentaries, hmm, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's not usually about really attractive people. <laughs> no. You know, the only one I could think of offhand is The Staircase, because they, they were like, <gasps> the, the author. I love The Staircase. Right. They were, he's a handsome enough guy and his family was handsome enough. Uh, they weren't hillbillies. They weren't hillbillies, but I did like his uh, attorney. See? See? <laughs> There's always somebody. There's always oh. somebody in the mix that even walks through. Yeah, I mean, well, if you even wanna... if we mentioned them when we were talking, we can use it. If you want right, to talk, so just talk per- uh, pure uh, sexual magnetism, obviously the guy who started Nexium is, is the top of the list. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, and listen, in that volleyball outfit, <laughs> oh boy, with the headband yes. and Beautiful. the knee socks mm-hmm. and the short shorts and woo, the round glasses, very oh, very stylish. Aaron, as a gay man, are you okay right now with this conversation? I need to step away for a minute. <laughs> All right, that makes, take it, a it makes sense. I mean, that guy is hot. <laughs> You, uh, Cheryl, my <laughs> wife was driving recently and uh, sent me a text message uh, of a photograph of somebody with the Nexium license plate. No. Dun, dun, dun. So somebody's still all in on it. Somebody no. still or doesn't know how to get a new license plate. It's one of the two. <laughs> oh, my anyway, I think God. it was like, was it a Range Rover? Is that what it was? Because it happened while we were on the air. Yeah. I forget oh if you said. Oh, my God. And I like that they're really showing it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's a, uh, uh, it's it's a, a, it's a, a Range Rover. New oh, Range Rover. my God. 
This oh, has God. not gone unnoticed in Los. There are articles about yeah. this car. Oh, oh really? is that true? Yeah. So really? it is celebrity sighting, basically. Wow. <laughs> well, so did the articles talk about who owns that car? Like what their story is? They. I don't think they found out yet. What if they were just a fan of the documentary? Like they didn't even have anything to do with the cult. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like I just like that movie. It was Love great. It. <laughs> I love the symbol. It's so cute. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I do have my John Bonet Ramsey license plate, so I get it. I get where <laughs> oh, this guy's no. coming from. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Which, that I that I would get that license plate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen it. Looks great. It's the one with the whale. It's adorable. Yeah. How do you I got the whale fin. I got the whale uh, tail cute. on the. Uh, that oh, one. the California whale tail. Yeah, uh-huh. I got the California whale tail uh, license okay. plate. How do you the, fit all uh, that on the license plate? Is it just J M R M S Y? Uh, it's J B R. Okay. <laughs> yeah, J B R one. Yeah. Did I get it right, John Madden Ramsey? Yeah, I got it right. Good. That's I impressive. Said it, I said it you it so quickly. So like, some of that's got to be wrong. I know. Uh, Cheryl Hines is here. She's got the podcast. She's got the program. Uh, but now, Matt Belknap, it is time for Oliver's trivia question. Okay. Okay. You sprung it on me. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, going to go the shorter version now. Your call. Well, you can tell everybody to place their bets. Just write them down. Don't show them yet. All right. That was a nice ending to that. Isn't that nice? Uh, and, and again, that was the shorter version. Uh, it, yeah, it turns out it, it's taken me literally an entire month to figure this out. I have two versions of this song on my iPad. They are both the long version. There, there's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know how that happened, but I, I thought I had mislabeled them, but I, I switched the labels last time because I accidentally played the long one. They're both long. I don't know what. I like, if I start it. playing this one, yeah, they're both 47 seconds long. It's way too long. You know what? I. I, I I love it. I think it's such I, a great I the person that it. did that. Love it, right, Cheryl? Yeah. I love it. And we did do um, the Bee Gees on taking oh, Cheryl's yeah. true story, which was really fun. That's a good one. Yeah. I uh, did. You get a chance to have Barry Gibb on? No, no, no. I sent it. I sent an email to his uh, the publicist to uh, get Barry Gibb on this program. And uh, let me check my email. See if I got a response yet. Let me see. <laughs> Are you checking? If I got an answer back from him, he did do uh, he did do one podcast I know of uh, about about that documentary. It was uh, Rick Rubin. He was on Rick Rubin's podcast. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they talk oh, music. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So I like the Bee Gees. I saw them in concert as a group, and I've seen Barry Gibb uh, as a solo artist. I uh, wow, you I enjoy them. Love Barry Gibb. Love him. Uh, all right, here we go. Your topic, guys, is home sweet home, home okay. sweet home. So you're betting anywhere between one and twenty-five. Oh shit, Garen, what are my options? What 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 can I use? You can use one, two, three, five, twelve, mm-hmm. fifteen, sixteen, mm-hmm. nineteen, twenty, twenty-four, twenty-five. All right, got it. Thank you for your help. My pleasure. Uh, all right, home swim. Everybody have their bet in? Nope. Yes. Yeah. I all right, waiting on Matt Belknap to get a bet, and then I will read the question. Um, and then I think we'll take a second break and then we'll uh, come back and get everybody's answers and then uh, we'll let Cheryl go on to her uh, show business life of booking a ticket to Tribeca or telling her assistant to do it. <laughs> I, don't know how show, I don't know how real show business works. <laughs> I, I'm in. 
I'm, I'm infuriated here that the assistant didn't have to do that vacuuming. I can't believe you picked that up yourself. You have handlers. Let them do it. Yeah, I'm so angry. Uh, all right, everybody's in. Here's your question. Uh, if your home has a well-manicured, perfectly cut, short grass lawn in the front yard and an unkept one in the backyard, it is referred to as what? Hint. It shares a name with another well-known grooming word. Mm-hmm. If your home is a well-manicured, perfectly cut, short grass lawn in the front yard and an unkept one in the backyard, it is referred to as what? I have a guess. Hint, it shares a, a name guess. with another well-known grooming word. Full disclosure, I cannot think of a grooming word. <laughs> well, this could go a few ways. <laughs> It yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, that's that's one that I don't think anyone's going to just know that there. This is a pure guessing situation. Yeah. I don't uh, Although the way that Elliot's staring right directly into his camera in a creepy, psychotic way <laughs> tells me that maybe he does know the answer to this. I, I, I do not. I do not have a true knowledge of this answer, but I feel very comfortable with my selection. I see. I, I, I like I bet my guess is the same as Elliot's guess. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I, th- I feel I feel that is also true. I bet my guess is the same as you guys. Is. Okay. You think so? You think there's going to be three of you that, get, that have the exact same guess? Not I think even, I, I would like to even see if maybe we'd add Garen to this group. Garen, do you th- are you thinking what we're thinking? I had an immediate guess. Uh-huh. I have gone with a different answer. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. See, that's interesting because I have two guesses. Mm. Uh, the one that I'm just, you know, that I'm going to commit to. And then the one that if it's not right, I think it's that one. Okay. All right. All right. Let's take a break. Cheryl Hines is here. She's taking time away from uh, doing her podcast, uh, Taking Cheryl True Story. Also, Kirby Enthusiasm coming back at some point. Um, But we'll get to uh, the answers for Oliver's trivia question uh, and more with Cheryl right after this. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Cheryl Hines is on Twitter at Cheryl Hines. She's also on the great podcast, Tig and Cheryl, True Story. That is on the Misfit Toys Comedy Collective podcast thingamajig that uh, we are very excited about. Uh, it's just uh, Tig and Cheryl talking about documentaries, uh, making each other laugh. Um, super good times. Please check it out when you get a chance. Uh, and don't worry about whether you've seen the documentaries or not, because I think they only lightly touch on them. Anyway, so uh, yes, check that out when you can. Obviously, watch Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. HBO Max new season is coming later this year I believe so uh, enjoy all things Cheryl Hines as we all do and all will continue to do Jimmy Pardo is on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo Jimmy's records and tapes uh, in between seasons right now but you can check it out on our YouTube channel youtube.com slash never not funny of course he's still doing monthly shows at flappers the next one isn't for a few weeks but you can always get tickets at flapperscomedy.com and uh, that's also where the calendar will show you when his next show is. So go check out flapperscomedy.com and uh, also just check us out on uh, Twitter as well at Never Not Funny and on Facebook, facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. Enjoy! Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak 
<laughs> of factor. I'm going from uh, appreciate it. Uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They got the calorie smart protein plus uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning, I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get You know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah, treat yourself. You, you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, right. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the, uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that, whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not... I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before. Like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, we really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code Pardo five zero to get 50% off. Factor. That's a good meal. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earnin. Earnin. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Earnin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want to be clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. Mm-hmm. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. Ear in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2815. Cheryl Hines is joining us. Cheryl's got the podcast, of course, over there on the uh, uh, Misfit Toys Comedy Conglomerate Co-op Network syndicated nonsense area of the podcast world uh and of course curb enthusiasm where she plays uh, i want to say the character cheryl um <laughs> and uh, we are in the middle of uh, uh, oliver's trivia question everybody has their bet in we all have the question once again the question is if your home has a well manicured perfectly cut short grass lawn in the front yard and an unkept, uh, unkept one in the backyard it is often referred to as what I just were, I just added the word often to that. The, the word often is not in that sentence, but I just added the word often because I don't know how to read. <laughs> 
So I added words. Who adds? Who makes something longer if it's not necessary? This asshole. That's who does. <laughs> Guy who likes to hear his own voice. That's it. Boy, do I like. I sound good today too. By the way, my headphones. I sound better than ever. Sexy. So I don't disagree with very, that. Very, very sexy. Thank oh. you, Cheryl. You're welcome. I know it's been ten years or more, but you had to miss these tones, huh? Oh God, I've missed them. Well, oh, boy, them. it's good to uh, uh, have you hear them. How's that for a second? Have that? Oh, I that's, that's my new ringtone. <laughs> Happy to help. Uh, all right, let's go around the horn. Let's check in with everybody. He's right there at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk at the Tri-Corners of the Valley. That's Garen Cockrell. Garen had a birthday over the weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, you Happy had some birthday. donuts. Compliments of Never Not Funny. Thank you. Uh, Garen, did you finish the donuts? No, we have not finished them yet. Wow. I'm not yeah. fucking around. Matt Belknap and I made it clear. If we had a box of donuts in our house, they wouldn't last the day. How have you guys not finished those donuts? It's hard. I'm trying to be a little. He's doing. I, I applaud your restraint. Oh. Like, that's impressive. Uh, like I said, yeah, they, they, I would just have gone through the whole thing in a morning. But um, and, and you're <laughs> you are easy. sharing them with your roommates, right? Oh, they're on the they're right, sitting right there on the counter, guys. Well, one of them's a vegan, so he's not going to touch it. But all right, oh, so the, right. that guy's off. That's a, yeah, that's a problem. Yes, he is off. <laughs> Wait, is, is the vegan also the anti-vaxer? Yeah. Yep. You got to get that guy out of that apartment, Garen. God. You got you got to shake him loose. <sighs> that is inconsistent. Right? I got two red flags on this guy right now: vegan and anti-vaxer. This guy, every V word pisses me off with this guy. <laughs> Crystal salesman. He's uh, he's concerned with what's he put what what he puts in his body. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. You're 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 very magnanimous, Cheryl. I, <laughs> I guess I, is listen, he I see, I see all sides. I see all sides. I don't see the Does other he? side of the anti-vax thing. Get it and protect yourself. Well, he's done this thing where he's like, got my vaccination, and he hasn't. Oh, oh. Well, well it is well, weird that it's cool. just everybody's your word for it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and John Oliver made a great point on the episode a few weeks ago. It's like. Uh, if, if you want, if people are going to start asking for proof of vaccination, they couldn't have made it the size of a credit card, that little, uh, <laughs> yeah. so that you can carry it in your wallet or purse. It has to be an awkward size that doesn't fit in your pocket. Doesn't yeah. like, yeah. really? It's like a backstage pass. <laughs> yeah, right. What if we, what if we all had to walk around with laminates like that, Matt? Oh my God. I laminated mine. Well, then, then use a little punch hole and put a lanyard on it. A lanyard. Yeah. I'm going to pin it to my shirt and just go stand in the middle of the street in West Hollywood. Be like, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Let's go. Bring it on. Let's go, world. Let's go. Train Garen. I. Yeah. By the way, when I was at Disneyland, I saw someone. You know, people at Disneyland love wearing their pins. That people there's right. like the whole culture of people collecting pins. Uh, I saw a woman with a on on her backpack. She had a pin that was like a Mickey Disneyland thing, and it said, "I'm vaccinated," which I thought was interesting. Love it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, again, th- I, I don't. I don't know you. I don't know. <laughs> that could just be someone who didn't get vaccinated trying to overcompensate. <laughs> but uh, it's well, nice. It's a nice sentiment. I'm, you know, hope, I hope it's true. I think it's true. Right? It's the happiest place on earth. That dog next door. Will be. <laughs> that dog is really bad. Cheryl, he it does not. Attention. It doesn't like my voice. I think that's oh, what we've uh, discovered. The it, one a living thing that doesn't like your voice is <laughs> living next to you. Right next door. It's more of a Mark. It's a Mark Maron fan. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, love Mark Maron. Love the in-depth interview with Maron. Um, by the way, this is a, here, this is, uh, this is uh, Cheryl. Do you know Paul Gilmartin? Have you ever had a chance to run across Paul Gilmartin? No. 
Uh, Paul used to host a dinner and a movie on TBS way back in the day, and he's got a mental health podcast now. And I was golfing with him and a guy named Gary Brightwell, who's a great comedian. We were golfing last week, and Paul, Gary was commenting to me saying, hey, I really enjoyed the Lorraine Newman episode. And we were talking about Lorraine Newman and how I still think it's bizarre that I'm able to text with Lorraine Newman, that I text with this person that I watched, that I grew up with literally as a kid would wait up at night to watch on television. I know. Right. And then to be able to text, I, I, I'm not so far removed from being a person that I, I still find that really insane. So we were talking about that and Paul Gilmartin and, and what you don't know about Paul Cheryl, what these guys do know is that uh, he lives in his own world and uh, very often uh, is dumb. (laughs) And um, so he goes, are you guys talking about Lorraine Newman? And uh, we go, yeah, he goes, did you hear her on Marin's podcast? Oh, my God, the life that woman led, blah, blah, blah. And he starts telling us all about her on Mark Marin's podcast. (laughs) And Gary Brightwell looks over at me like, is he doing a fucking bit? What's going on right now? And Paul goes, why? What's going on, guys? And I go, Gary, why don't you tell him? He goes, well, uh, she was just on his podcast. <laughs> and Gil Martin, luckily, he laughs at himself like nobody else. He's like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he laughed at himself. And it's like, yes, I've heard the thing you just rattled off. I heard on my show. Thanks for listening, D-Bag. Um, That's funny. She's wonderful. Lorraine Newman she's, is wonderful. I mean, she's the best. It's, it's, it's banana times how nice yeah. she is too that's the other thing it's like just the kindest yeah. and, and her daughter is great on Hacks oh, are you I watching know. Hacks yet? no oh that, wait that's her daughter? that's her daughter the uh, the young upstart uh, writer oh my uh, god the, I did yeah, not that's, realize that's that daughter. she said that but I didn't know what that show was at the time and now I, I'm, I'm, I love that show, show. oh it's great Gene, Gene Smart plays a Joan Rivers type Vegas comedian who uh, maybe the career is not going as great as it once was. So then they try to partner her with a younger writer to make her hipper. And the younger writer is uh, a little uh, blackballed in L.A. So has to take the gig writing for this Joan Rivers type comedian in Vegas. And it's really good. It's really, really good. You know, so often when they do shows about stand up, it sucks. But this is good. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. It's fun. And she's really good. Lorraine's daughter is really good. As yeah. is Gene Smart. Yes. She's great and everything. But, yeah, she's always good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Crystal McDonald, C-Mac is great. Mm-hmm. Everybody's good in it. Uh, full disclosure, I don't know him well enough to call him C-Mac. <laughs> yeah, full I don't. Full disclosure. <laughs> I don't know. Is, 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 does, anyone, does anyone call him that? <laughs> uh, I will tell you this. I call I called him that once at the uh, at L, L, uh, LAX when I saw him. Uh, the one and only time I talked to Christopher McDonald when I went, C-Mac, and then just kept walking. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure so he tells that story. You can say that you call him that, yeah. I call him. That's what I call him. That's what I call him. C-Mac's on that show with Gene Smart. Now, I wonder how he's getting along with Jeannie. Um, all right. Let's get to your answer. Gary, give us an answer. Uh, so I'm going with Undercut. Oh. That is the second thing that popped into my head. Because oh. Undercut is a grooming phrase used when people get yeah. that kind of a haircut. Sure. Well, yeah, undercut. But an undercut is is short on the sides and the back, and then long on top, like your hair, right? That's an undercut. Yeah. Yeah, I think it of, might be. Yeah. An, I think you might be right. Oh, I think you're out of your mind for being that nice to him, girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> a horrible answer. It's the undercut. worst guess you've ever heard in your entire life. You're the nicest person in the world with your yes ending. <laughs> she comes from improv. This is the, she comes from the group. She comes from the groundlings. Long time groundling. Yeah. You were a groundling, right, Cheryl? Yeah, I was. That's how that actually that's how I know Lorraine because Lorraine Newman was a groundling. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the originals, wait, wait, I think. I don't. I, you know, I don't do improvised uh, sketches. You know, more more of a stand up, as everybody knows. But so I enjoy going to the, to the groundlings and watching mm-hmm. those people do what they do so magically. It's wonderful. Well, see, that's how I feel about stand-up. 
like it would be hard for me to go watch another improv show because mm. you know you do it all the time but then to, uh, but i love stand-up because i can't do that i can't stand up in front of people and tell jokes well, i'm so. sure you could you just stand up and talk that's it it's that know. simple okay <laughs> Put it back together. It sounds like you talked her into it. Yeah, talk, you talked me into it. Uh, the money you're leaving on the table, Cheryl, by not going and performing to drunks at 10:30 at night. You have no idea. Um, oh, excuse me. I'm all right. All right, let's check in Palms, California. That's Nug Nuts. Uh, you know, you're going to have to change Nug Nuts. It, it, it seems too morning radio for me. Uh, I, 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 you know what? There, there are two possibilities, and I've forgotten both of them that happened over yeah. the last few days. Why don't you just? You have all the backgrounds sure, just can... just pick whatever the last what was the last one well i'm gonna if, if i'm or gonna pick, pick or one, pick any pick any of the millions yeah, I'm, I'm going here <laughs> oh well Iron Dragon. i'll always go back to that that's yeah. nice because that's sure yeah. uh, he always uh, puts a uh, a name up that he, that comes up organically on the show that's what mm-hmm. we end up calling that's his new nickname for a mm-hmm. while and the most recent one was nug nuts but now that i i don't like saying let's check in with nug nuts because again it sounds like morning radio in it boise does. yeah it and does yeah it's not your vibe. Hmm. That's not, not my vibe. That's, that's not, not the vibe of this program. For on this show. Hmm. No. Thank you, Cheryl, for getting no. it. Thank I, you. I totally get. I see you. <laughs> Awful. Awful. <laughs> Please never say that to anyone. Ever. I see, I I see your pain. <laughs> I understand you. Awful. Nice. Just the worst. Uh, speaking of the worst, let's check in with Elliot Hochberg. Uh, Elliot, uh, anything going on in Palms that you'd like to share uh, with Cheryl? Well, be, before I before I broach that, I I did want to say that when we were looking up Saf from uh, Tiger King, yes, mm-hmm. I did note, and I know that there are going to be some listeners who who will be very relieved when I say this. Uh, Saf goes by he. That's oh, something yeah. that they made a big deal about uh, Thank later you. on, and okay. uh, you know. No, the, the show didn't the show didn't do that but uh but gotcha. uh, i noticed it when i did the search so i i've done no research after i watched that program about right. any human being from that program <laughs> i thought you were gonna in fact s- it could go away anytime it wants to <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say uh I, I know people are gonna bring this up but uh the guy with no teeth looks a lot better now because <laughs> it's true he did get like a full that, that, he had yeah. some choppers didn't he he looks he, teeth. he looks pretty good now like he, he's yeah, yeah he's yeah. This is a dramatic turnaround for that guy yeah all right. This is a good change. Uh, all right, then, Elliot, do you have a guess for the trivia? Sure, I do. And uh, I'm glad I'm the first one who gets to say it. Mullet house? <laughs> yeah. Mullet house. Mullet. You think it's a mullet house? I, I do think that. I feel very good about that answer. Boy, do I like the idea. Will you change your nickname to mullet house? <laughs> yeah, like you have to. You have sure. To. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, like, I, like, I like you uh, being mullet house. It's funny because uh, when I was in junior high school and high school, I had a big ball, curly hair head. And whenever we would take uh, yearbook pictures, when the light would hit it, the shadow would go down here. So for, for a decade, it looked like I had a mullet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that. The curly mullet. Like- Cheryl, you're in real show business. Let's you and I pitch to the uh, to either the CW or UPN uh, Mullet House back in 1995. <laughs> Let's go back in time and pitch Mullet Listen, House. I'm I am up for it. Let's do I it. I would love that. All right. You then find the person who invented the time machine that allows us to go back to do that. And then uh, let's do it. I think Craig Robinson might have a line on that, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah, we'll give him a line. <laughs> uh, Matt Belknap, what is your guess on this uh, this lawn business? I also said mullet. You also said mullet. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? I mean, to me, it, it makes sense. I, I think that's what Cheryl's going to say. I think it's that sort of seems like the obvious thing to call that. It's Short uh, front first guess. Business in the front, party in the back. 
Absolutely. Right. The mullet. Because mm-hmm. everybody likes to party in unkept grass. <laughs> of course. It's so <laughs> enjoyable to have that all over mm-hmm. your ankles. Cheryl, is that your guess then? That is my guess. It is. That's Boy. my guess. But I then in my second guess, not that it matters. Sure, say it. Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> Just like uh, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what that would mean on well, a Well, you, you shaved your beard but not your back? Yeah, something like that. More like shave your balls, but not your butt, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's... uh... I was thinking more like chest hair, but let your pubes fly free. Okay. Okay. Uh, Something, yeah. As a reminder, I keep it nice and trimmed down there. I I got a nice V going. I don't uh, don't want anybody thinking I got a jungle going on. I keep it nice and trim. Keep it nice and tight. Uh, Inviting. (laughs) It is an inviting area. Sure it is. (laughs) Great. Sure. Uh, By the way, my first guest was uh was mullet mm-hmm. uh, no no it was not it was manscape my first guess was manscape <gasps> oh that was my first guess and then i settled on rat's nest uh that guy's oh. every season where they always call that guy, it's a rat's nest of a hair sure. mm. uh, oh. was a phrase back when old man pardo uh would go to the salons <laughs> so that's my guess but there's no question it's mullet so i hope you guys enjoy your dollar 75 each uh, that <laughs> well, you get the split the no then we have to go to, oh no go you go to the bets my apologies yeah. go to the bets yeah. All right, let's get the answer then. Let's go ahead and check in with Oliver Griffin Pardo's uh, next email. The lawn mullet. You guys got it. The yes. lawn mullet. Lawn mullet. Business in the front, party in the back. Apparently mm-hmm. an unkept lawn and lawn grass is a real party. Uh, also, you can now actually buy one of those gator mask things with the phrase lawn mullet on there. I don't know why. I don't know who that's for. I can't <laughs> imagine they sold many of those. <laughs> <laughs> that is all Oliver. That's all Oliver. That's all Oliver talking about his anger at the gator version. Boy, my son hates the gator version. He sees somebody out in the world with the gator it infuriates him. Now he he's mad at it because it's it's not an effective mask for preventing spread That's of correct. COVID. Yeah, because like just the some people wear those like uh, like if you're uh, doing a uh, long cycling thing, it just keeps the the you know they don't put it over their mouth, but it keeps the sun off their neck, and that's oh. that's okay, right? So the gator is like the the type of little scarf thing it's, that you just yeah, it's like you put you over your face. It's like that little. Oh, I see. Hang on, guys. More, there, there's more siren play going on outside the house here. <laughs> what is going on in your neighborhood? What is going on in my neighborhood? It's bananas today. You think it's Monday? You think they all waited a Monday and said, light them up? <laughs> yeah. Party's I, over. With, with, with the gators, I, I think I read it's because of the material that they're usually made out of. It's not necessarily inherent to the design. But right. That it's designed to be breathable, but just enough so that you don't get smoke or whatever. But it seems to me that if you had a gator that was made out of the same material as your mask, sure. or if okay. there was an N95 gator which yeah. I've never seen uh, or just a pocket uh, for a filter to go into, you know, I would uh, say well, that, that wouldn't work because it, cause it, cause it goes all the way down to your neck. It'd have to be the whole thing. No, no, but it goes in the, the pocket would be in the part that right goes over your mouth. But, but what I'm saying is that the gator is open to your chest. So it has to be protected for that whole air space. I, it? To me, it's like tight enough that it, no, it's would, tight. It's tight around it the neck. It goes tight to the neck. It's like a turtleneck. Without the, sh- without the shirt. Expands. You bazooka Joe, the son of a bitch. <laughs> it sounds uncomfortable. It is. I, I don't disagree with you. It sounds like not a lot of air circulating around that the f- area. The first week of the of the lockdown, I had one of. I just happened to have one of those that I got at a soccer game or something that they were handing out. And so I was using that as my mask. Yeah. And it was not comfortable. Like it, it pushed my nose in yeah. an uncomfortable way. And it was right up against uh, my mouth, which was uncomfortable. Yeah. I didn't like but it. But I guess I would, it's easy to just wear all the time. Yeah. You always yeah. have it on you. Yeah, yeah. I would say and it's good like if you go golfing or something like that. And then you, you yeah. have it there. And then you, uh, oh, people. And then you bring it yeah. up. Right. Which yeah. I would say if we're all vaccinated and if you still want to use that, now would be a good time to use the, the gator. And, and except for the association with some some uh, uh, parts of our society, I think it's a better looking solution than your typical mask. 
right? It's just like just yes. from a, a, a objective perspective, it looks more. It looks cooler. I mean, it looks. It's. A, it has a slight military tactical SWAT team mm. vibe to it, which I'm not sure is great. But I agree with that. But if I have a sports team on there or a an '80s band, yeah, then uh, sure. You know, if I got my Duran Duran Gator, it'll look great. It'll look great. <laughs> if you could find a Dur- Duran Duran. A, B- a Brothers Gib. What, Matt? Brothers if, Gib. If you find one with with uh, Duran Duran on it, then buy that. I don't think that exists. Uh, I bet you we're going to have an answer within seconds from Elliot Hopper, the way he looks like he's typing. And Garen woke up to realize, oh, I probably should be doing part of my job. I, well, I was going to come to Elliot's defense before he throws me under the bus with whatever he's looking up. No, okay. no, no, no throwing. Uh, they have both a tighter version of the gator and a looser. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that looks like, kind of like more like a, a neckerchief. Could I wear a dickie? <laughs> Can you pull uh, it over your face? Not. Oh, over I your face. Why not? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than you look like an asshole. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, well, there's yeah. that aspect. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, was a Christmas vacation when Randy Quaid wore the dickie underneath the white sweater? And you could see the dickie <laughs> underneath it. Very funny. He seems to be a sharp guy these days, Randy Quaid. So uh, we'll check <laughs> well, in with him. He says a lot of stuff. Yeah. He followed me on Twitter for a very short period of time. Randy Quaid so followed you on Twitter? Yeah. What? Wow. I think what? it's when he first started swinging crazy. He said something that I was like, oh, shit, that's really before he was nuts like he said you. something I was like oh this is great and i've retweeted it and i was like this maybe it was something funny i don't know but then he followed me immediately i'm like okay cool and then he went fucking nuts like the next day i'm like nope oh i don't I'm even out. know what i don't even know what his brand is oh he, he's, he's kind of gone um QAnon. conspiracy theory nuts yeah mm. Right, kind of right wing his, conspiracy theory nuts like his character from independence day he just turned into that dude yeah wow that Alien dude, like crazy right. government. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's Actors are nuts. <laughs> you know, you know better than any of us. You got all those guest stars rolling through that set of yours. You, and you know, I, the older I get, I'm going to settle into one of them and just stick with it and ride it out. That's, that's the best thing to do. Stick, stay in your lane. That's what stay they say. Lane. I see you. I, I see you. Fuck off. <laughs> you are seen. Uh, I did do a quick search on Duran Duran uh, neck gators. Uh, you don't want any of these. <laughs> oh. They're not cute? Uh, well, just imagine a Duran Duran album cover stretched mm. ungainly oh, across yeah. a piece of fabric. Gotcha. There's, there's one that has the lady from that one album cover, and mm. for some reason, the way that the design is showing here, it's like she's got seven chins. It's None of it is good. Wow. Mm. It's not good. I'm just well, saying. the name of the album is, uh, the other album is Seven and the Ragged Tiger. Do you think that plays into this at all? I mean, maybe. It still doesn't make it attractive. And I think the woman you're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, I think her name is Rio. Yeah, she dances uh, on the sand. That's her. Yeah. She makes well, me feel alive. Alive! Alive! If I may make this joke, she hasn't been dancing on the sand for quite some time by the, by the way this design plays out. I whoa, see. Whoa. I'm going to say, no, you are not allowed. Am I not allowed to do that? No. It's no. not okay right, to well. make a gator. <laughs> Lots of folds joke. Let me see. Let me see if there's I can, some of uh, that great improv you can hear on Kirby Enthusiast. There's some of that brilliant <laughs> All right. In my defense, let's see if we can see this. Uh, oh, no, you're not wrong. Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Oh, that's you're right. Wow. I don't think anybody would even know what that's supposed to be. So is that no, supposed that to go? Look is it supposed to go over your face to look like that's your face? Because that's I believe so, yes. horrifying. Those What's are your the lips? What, what, What's that actor, the, the artist's name? It's not Nader. He, he was a... Oh, uh, yeah. Nagel or... Nagel. Thank you. Nagel. That's a Nagel. Yeah, yeah very big, oh. big... Oh, eight, that, like that, an that eight, 80s, 80s like very style. graphic. Yeah, mm-hmm. very like mi- minimalist kind of almost graphic uh, comic book 
type. Yeah. yeah. Nagel, I want to say, is what it is. And uh, I know a lot about art because I watched a documentary once about a heist. Um, <laughs> did, you, did you finish that, by the way? <laughs> we did finish it. Uh, Cheryl, have you watched This is a Robbery? I no, I okay. haven't. Oh, you guys got to watch that for is your program. Okay. I think it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's really It is well good. Done. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to get into more details, nope. but it, but I did enjoy it. I did very much enjoy it. Me too. Okay. Good. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Listen, Cheryl Hines has been our guest. She's got the. Uh, Wait, we didn't find out. Oh, wait, we, do, yeah, we got to do the points. My apologies, guys. We got to get the. Uh, we got to get everybody's bet. Uh, Garen, what'd you bet? Six points. Garen bet six. Uh, I bet, and I don't matter. Guys, I went 25 this week. Oh, I bet you 25. Really? I felt good. I thought it was going to be a Motley Crue uh, question. Oh home, yeah, sweet home sweet home. home. So I got cocky and mm. went to uh, 25. Uh, by the way, I knew it was not a Motley Crue question. <laughs> uh, you know so let's find out. From the three people that are uh, actually betting for the $5, let's yeah. start with you, Elliot. I went 13. Elliot went Baker's dozen, 13. Matt Belknap. I went 17. I don't 17. Know. Elliot's out of the running. Cheryl Hines, what did you bet? Will you be receiving five dollars like via Venmo? I had Venmo? nothing to lose. I bet yeah. twenty five. Of course, why wouldn't you bet twenty five? There's no reason why I wouldn't. I mean, yeah. All right, I will. Uh, I'll be so sending you that five dollars. Check uh, in the mail. Yeah. It'll <laughs> or be are you good. gonna Are you gonna run it over? I'll run. I'll just. I'll just have my assistant <laughs> run over to your assistant. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, there we go. All right. Cheryl Hines has been our guest. Now I can ramp it down. We've got the we got the numbers in. The name of the program is Tig and Cheryl. True story. They talk about documentaries. It sounds like they don't. It sounds like just an excuse for two <laughs> gals to get together and chit chat like they're a couple of housewives in 1974. <laughs> um, that now, Cheryl, I apologize for not knowing this. You are you. I know you were once married to Paul Young. Are you married today to somebody new? I am. And what I is am married I, to uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Bobby Kennedy Jr. <laughs> The- so, Bobby, so, so Bobby's uncle was JFK, was John Kennedy. Then my that- apologies for the JFK joke from earlier. My apologies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then his, and his dad was Bobby Kennedy, was Robert Kennedy. Right. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I did know that. Why did I not? Uh, it was just not at the forefront of my mind. Uh and how long have you been married to this, uh, Kennedy? And by, by the way, safety first with this family. <laughs> and also, how have you not encountered Arnold Schwarzenegger more? Uh, well, I think well, something happened with that marriage. <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah, but before that, it was going, uh, it was going well. well it's relatively well, I, new. She was once married to Paul Young. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so what, we've been married maybe eight years. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah. All so right. I think it was, I think it, the, the Arnold was a little bit before my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd ask you, Elliot, to stay out of Cheryl's business, I guess. <laughs> is what the, that, that's, I'll say it no. for her. I'm happy to t- to field any questions. Oh, all right. Uh, I don't have a single follow up on this. I'm just so <laughs> rattled that I made a JFK head getting blown off joke earlier that I feel horrible about it now. No, it's he me. knows, right? <laughs> no, he doesn't know. Oh shit! Oh boy. Well, he just won't have to be able. To don't let him listen to this. Yeah. Don't let him listen to this. No, it's it is a it's an odd um. It it day to day it's not odd, but you know once in a while if you're playing trivial pursuit or something and it's like oh your uncle it's like oh jfk so yeah there are times when it's uh, or um there are so many movies and tv shows that reference yeah right Kennedy's, yeah you know that you just i don't know it's just a strange part of our culture 
Yeah. I don't disagree with that. It's, it's so strange it's, that uh, we don't know how to react to this. No. <laughs> I, I like I admit, if people were wondering what, what what happened to my face when you said that, I literally thought you were kidding when you said you were married. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a funny riff. This is a this is, this is improv. We're doing it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. No, it's where, for real. Where do you meet a, where do you meet a yeah. Rob Jr.? Where do you You know what's interesting? I met him because he and Larry are good friends oh. and and Bobby had an organization, or still does, uh, called the Waterkeeper Alliance, where they protect water sources and waterways. Um, and I went with Larry to a fundraiser years ago, years ago, years yeah, ago. Yeah. And that's where I met him for the first time. That's great. <laughs> and now you guys are married and in love. I assume you're in love. I don't know. Yeah. It's not my business. Yeah. <laughs> it's cra- it's, it is sort of uh, crazy. You know? It, uh, it is. Boy, this information has ruined all of us. So this is just, just, a, just a weird way to end the show. It's like, so anyway, you're married to a Kennedy. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Cheryl Hines has a podcast, too, I guess. Uh, in addition to this crazy marriage that she's in, she also talks to Tig about documentaries. Um, and, of course, Career Enthusiasm Season 11 has uh, been shot, and, and hopefully we'll be back out in the fall uh, for all of us to enjoy. Uh, Cheryl, uh, don't run away. We're going to sing about you uh, okay. like human beings off the air. But uh, thank Perfect. you for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. All right, listen, everybody, uh, do your thing. Stay safe. Get vaxxed. Wear your mask. Whatever you got to do, let's do it. Let's get back to normal uh, or as close as we can to do so. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for sub- uh, supporting. Thank you uh, for subscribing and all of that stuff. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is down there. The number one weather desk, that's Garen Cockrell, the Tri-Corners of the Valley. In Palms, California, that's the Iron Dragon, Elliot Hopeberg. Holding down the Ford at Number Not Funny headquarters in Sherman Oaks, California, that's the Hancho Matt Belknap. Our friend, my longtime friend, great, so lovely to have seen her today, Cheryl Hines. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast, AK-47, Gone, Not Forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.